1: Monday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. It means the boys are here.
2: That's what it means.
1: What do you mean the boys? Who are the boys? In the building. Who are these boys you're talking about? Let me. Hey, uh, you got a you got a group of guys over there? Will you call them. You call them the boys. Okay. Today I'll be Fred Slow. <laughs> Alongside me, the perennial beach chair, Van Nunley. Van, how are you? Hit the beach-er.
3: chair. is that? That would be Huey Lewis and the News. (laughs) That is a niche reference for you. I'm feeling weird. I'm going to be honest. I'm feeling a little weird right now. You know I'm not really an everyday hat guy anymore, but I got a hat on today. It's making my headphones tight. Hat on or? Hat on? Hat on. Hat on. H-A-T space O-N. Hat on. Not like in Boston. I got a hat on. Not like that. It's a cap. It's a cap? It's a cap. Not a hat? No. I say it's a cap. That's a ball cap. Cap. A cap is a hat, but a hat is not a cap. Good. I could just say blanket. Cap is Steve Rogers. Yeah, yeah, sure. (laughs) Not
2: anymore.
1: Ooh. (laughs) Appropriation talk as soon as this show starts. Joining us is the...
2: Well, I guess the B- minus chair. Wow. Rob Gibson. That Rob, is, how are you? Uh that's actually the grade I give myself for golfing oh, this weekend. Okay. B- minus. You boys are out. Yeah. At the inaugural Locker 505
1: golf scramble and fundraiser for uh kids who can't read well.
3: <laughs> Yo. <laughs> we're we're, just, we're coming in with a lot of niche references here. Yeah. <laughs> we drop a Huey Lewis in the news and then follow it up with a Zoolander.
1: I got it. Before we talk about your weekend, Michael Vital, good to see you survived Earth, Wind, and Fire.
4: I sure did, and it was a great night of uh, music.
1: I am a big Earth, Wind, and Fire guy.
3: Earth, Wind, and Fire? Did he go to Riadoso? Ooh. 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 Ouch. Also, Hermit's Peak. Ooh. Ooh. Also, the rest of
1: I was the state. It's going like everywhere, <laughs> right here? everywhere, Douche but right that here.
4: Fire now. <laughs>
1: hey. What's up with Mother Nature? Mother Nature don't mess with rain down here. Mother Nature's like, nah, fam.
2: No, I don't think this is Mother Nature. This is the enemy of Captain Planet that's going on right now. Mother Nature is more nice.
1: Well, you think or- Gaia is pissed right now? Yeah.
2: <laughs> like- <laughs> When you're sitting next to a calming, babbling brook yeah,
3: and the that, running water calms you, that's Mother Nature. That's Mother Nature. yeah, yeah.
1: From the Texer, what score did you sandbaggers bring in in the golf tournament? This is a very good question from a friend of the show, Andrew. And everyone knows, because you were at the inaugural Locker 505 inaugural, which I said twice, uh, golf tournament for, uh, what was it, uh, School of Ants? What was it?
3: <laughs> Close enough. Close yeah. enough? Close enough.
1: So if you win a charity golf scramble, and I'm gonna tell you right now, and there's somebody listening, there's a friend of the show right now who's
2: won. I hope you say what I think
3: charity you're golf scramble. Say. I,
1: I know I, for I a fact. A, I a hope
2: of... you say what I think you're gonna say. You're a liar. Thank you're a you. cheater. You cheated. Yeah. Uh,
1: uh, <laughs> Everyone who wins charity golf scrambles cheat. Yes. Yes. And if you say you don't, you're also a 505 li- 246 Yeah. Call the show. Double down on your lie.
2: Yeah. So you started with six eagles. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Got you.
3: Oh, and you didn't buy any mulligans? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. So our team, we had three experienced golfers. Who's on your team? So Star TV and Radio. KOB's very own Brandon yeah. Ortega? Nailed it. The it's,
2: superstar of the evening.
1: It's insane how unathletic he is yeah. and how athletic he is. Yeah. yeah that's it's the, the weirdest
2: mishmash combo. That's the perfect
3: description. He's yeah.
1: like, yeah. like a man's ability in a child's body. It's and a,
3: then senior vice president of CBRE, yeah. real estate, Billy Eagle who is an absolute ringer. One of the top 40 under 40 here in the city. He's a pretty nice guy. That is correct. Yeah. Yep. And then Robert Buck D Gibson who's never swung a golf club before in his life. Never. Right. Not once. <laughs> never. So more Tiger or more
1: Bagger Vance? <laughs> no, Let's it know. was I was calling myself. I was
2: I was wider woods. That's okay,
1: what I was. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. That's actually very. Yeah. Good. <laughs> and you guys were decked out. You were in New Mexico Pinion Apparel. That is
3: correct. Yes. We're looking all the, looking sharp. We're mm-hmm. Look tomorrow morning on the social media. will catch up with that. So give us the score. What would you see in baggers do? We shot a 65. Okay, so let me write that down. We shot a 65 with no mulligans. Zero. And no cheat string. Okay. None. And then,
1: all right, and what's the what's par for the course? 72. Okay, so you're under par by seven.
3: Correct. Okay. So
1: we shot a 65. You should up. have one. Congratulations. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Boys. Oh, my God, taking it home in the first one. Where's the trophy?
3: Which, which personally, no. if I was golfing, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> if I was golfing by myself, it would have been my best round by about seventeen strokes. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh-huh.
1: <laughs> so you, so it was medals. It was what you donated it back because
3: I don't see. You, right, Michael, bring out the trophy for us. I'm ready. So, hey. So unfortunately, we we're in the middle of the pack. Because
2: what? Yes. What? Yes. Here we comes. So we had – Whoever won had to be in the 50s or
3: something. <laughs> we had a six under on the front nine with yeah. the whole team. Yeah. And then we played three more with the squad, and then it was just me and Robert, the last five holes. Yeah. And as you can imagine, we went we, downhill pretty we, fast. We
2: struggled we're to just, get the – Actually, us, we, 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 we ended the last hole very strong.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, last hole was very strong. You're not supposed to get bogeys in a scramble. We got two of them in the last five holes. Yeah. So.
1: So you're telling me the difference in you winning this whole thing from seven under was nine under. Nine under would have won the whole thing, is what you're telling me. That's incredible,
3: boys. A no. 55 <laughs> was the winning score. Are you being serious? Yes, a 55 <laughs> was I the told winning you. score. Who's on the? I told right, you. So what group so, of cheaters was on this team? I I forgot their names immediately because I didn't yeah. want to call them out in front of their friends and yeah. family. Yeah.
2: Did that, you read the winner? Some guy, Phil Mickelson. Uh, oh, he's yeah, uh, he's new. Nota, Begay, I don't know. <laughs> this
1: guy's rough, pretty
3: good. So that's like a fifty-five is like four good golfers who mm-hmm. all have mulligans, yeah, who have a cheat string and they're pencil whipping you, mm-hmm. okay? Because like they legit, they played well, yeah, and they got all the accoutrement to lower their score and they cheated. Shotgun start,
5: yes. Okay,
3: yeah. so what hole did you start on? Well, we started on one. one. Well, you should have won. We're the one A. We're the one A team. Yeah, no. You know the boys are putting the boys up front.
1: All right. If I was on the squad, we'd have won, right?
2: Instead of if you were if you were get, if you were taking the score, if we you would have were, won. Yeah. I think that's it right there.
1: Joining us on the program, Kim Kershin, director of Locker Five O five. Kim, let me yes, get this sir.
3: straight.
5: So
1: Van took his group of ringers out to your inaugural golf tournament this past weekend, shot a seven under but you allowed a bunch of cheaters in there that beat my boys. Is that what I'm seeing? Uh,
6: yeah. What was the winning I score? Mean, at, know, at the your... mulligans and the strings and all that stuff. That's you know that's part of the the so whole
5: atmosphere.
1: So you saying my boys just didn't come off enough coin to become out to become champions here? Is that the word? Oh,
6: yeah, pretty much.
1: No. <laughs> well, I kept pretty score. Much,
6: you know. They, they, but if they, if everybody played fairly, I think they would have done pretty well.
4: well you're like
5: right fairly, like better. T- yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, the problem is, is I kept score for us, and we all know I'm a man of character and integrity. Uh huh. And I didn't, I didn't uh-huh. enhance our score like I should have.
1: So closest to the pin, though, right? Like you guys got closest to the pin.
3: We we have nothing. <laughs> oh, we, oh, we <laughs> <won't>. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, no, no, what? no longest putt, no fifty-fifty. <laughs> but you had a good time. We yes, we, we got did. the trophy for having the most fun. Yep. Kim, of it all was a self-awarded trophy, but we got a trophy.
1: Kim, how many teams were at your golf scramble this past weekend, the inaugural Locker Five Hundred Five at, at Sandia Golf Course? Twenty-six. Okay, so would out of the twenty-six teams, where would you rank Van's Motley Crew team? <laughs> Not just in their finish, which is apparently is is dead-ass last, which I just learned. Well, it's right in the middle. No,
6: yeah. it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Oh. So. I know who was last. They are not last. Well, I,
1: you. Correct them, please. Please say that team's name <laughs> yes. on the air right now. <laughs> no, I don't think I will because they're already be mad. So. It's, well, I mean, that's how losers are. They just <laughs> – so. all, right, well, all right. Well, so for everything that wasn't golf cam at your tournament, how were my boys? Did they represent well? Were they the life of the party? How did people feel – about like a first-timer like Robert being there just, just tearing up the course like hack after hack?
6: Well, I'll tell you what. Um, who was it? Somebody, one of those guys hit really close to the hole-in-one. Which one of you? Wasn't it one of you that hit close to the hole-in-one? Was that Brandon?
3: Brandon. Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. Yeah. Brandon Ortega. He and got pretty close.
6: Yeah, and they were like, holy cow. And I was sitting holy there one, when it cow. came in, and I'll tell you what, I was a little nervous. But, uh, <laughs> I thought we were giving away a
2: Harley Davidson. Like little do they know we don't have the Harley. Well, Kim, Kim I don't. Yeah, there was never a Harley. No. <laughs> we got this Swin. We don't have the
3: Harley though. Kim, I don't mind. T- I don't mind telling you. Before the hole, before the Harley hole, I told the squad. Good word. If somebody, if somebody makes it. We're donating the Harley back. Yep. Don't get any plans to ride this around. Right. Like don't block Aww. off your don't it, block it, off it, your calendar and go to next Sturgis. He did say You're that. gonna donate this back.
1: Well I mean obviously, obviously I wish you would have won. Well I also wish they would have represented two men on correctly, but it sounds to me they just went out there and played a lot of J V golf all weekend. <laughs>
6: You know what? Van was talking to everybody out there. Uh, were
1: there pretty girls there? Is that what happened? Well, them too.
6: <laughs> no, actually, there were not. Oh, um, ouch.
3: I hope they're not listening. Yeah. Oh, my goodness.
6: <laughs> no, I mean, the women that were playing golf were older ladies. Women so were, there were, were not any young, There were women. You know, There's
1: a reason they called wine fine.
6: <laughs> yeah, there Aged were no like golf a fine hotties, cheese. Robin said. Okay.
1: But it was a good so, weekend. A good no, weekend. I
6: thought they represented well.
1: Okay, will you have them back? Is the question?
4: Absolutely. Okay.
1: Now I don't know what the on-air number you can give us. How much money did you raise this past weekend for Locker Five Hundred Five?
6: So, matter of fact, we're sitting here doing numbers um, right now. I'm sure we're close to about fifteen thousand, at least. Oh,
5: yes. there we go.
3: Love that.
1: I love everything about so, that.
3: So let's give an estimate. Yeah. Out of that f- around 15,000, around how many kids is just that tournament going to help this year?
6: So remember, it costs us about $100 to $150 to clothe a kid. Let me do the math on that.
3: Yeah, this is going to take
6: a 50,000 yeah, kids? Do... <laughs> <laughs> no, not 50,000 oh, kids. God.
2: Please don't listen to him. I know. I will say this. There's going to be one very well-dressed kid walking around here because Brandon Ortega brought clothes yes. Yes, he that he donated he after putting them in the cleaners. Oh, that story checks out. Now, yes. now, mind you, I come with a trash bag, <laughs> clothes just bundled in there, and Brandon's like, yeah, you put the clothes right there next to mine. I was like, nah, I'm going to put mine under the table, but I don't, wanna, <laughs> I don't want them to see the monstrosity that I'm dropping off. But yeah, Brandon, he had a, straight out of the cleaners. Super, of course. super oh, yeah, nice. they were beautiful. Stark, yeah, brand new looking Stark,
3: dress shirts.
1: Creased. Yeah. I was like yeah. And his clothes still fit in the building. Yeah. yeah. So that's really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's super important. That's messed up. Man.
6: Yeah, their children, you know, I mean you know we have kids that size. Like, so Robin <laughs> sat here and did, did the numbers. So at the least we will clothe hundred kids. At the very
5: that's minimum, great. love that.
6: love that. Yeah, Kim Kersh- and that's you know, new socks, new underwear, new shoes, the whole bet. So that's awesome. That's pretty exciting. See,
1: now we're th- Van and I are thinking about doing a fundraiser to get Robert some golf lessons because I heard that was hey. the big, the biggest person in need this weekend was Robert Gibson what,
2: what in his you, golf game. I don't know who you were talking to. I did pretty well. Okay,
6: so if you're well. say... a first time golfer, Robert rocked
2: it. Thank you. Thank right. you
3: very that much. Is, that's a true statement, Kim. And Thank let me let much. me tell you why yeah. I got both of you right here. Robert's first round went wildly better than yours. Kim's first round? <laughs> than Fred's. Well, I'm not a golfer. <laughs> I know. Neither of you that's, are yeah. golfers. Oh neither am I, Fred. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm not a golfer the way that Jay Z's not a rapper. Oh like, uh, what? Yeah, I'm an entertainer. Cut his mic. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Kim Kirshen of Locker 505, thank you so very
6: much. Well, thank you guys. Thank you for being out there. You guys did represent and always love uh hanging out with you guys and having you around. So we appreciate your support as always.
3: There you go. Thank you so much. Yes. All right. So it was a legit blast, and I got nothing but positive feedback about the event and about because everyone just loves Locker 505, and especially everyone loves Kim. Yeah.
1: Well, Kim just told me the tournament was full of cheaters is what I heard. Cheaters and, and uh, ugly broads. <laughs> <laughs> Heck of a tournament.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was there was a lot of fours on the scorecard. <laughs> a lot of fours a on bunch the scorecard and fours. in the crowd. Uh, <laughs> all right, coin flip, boys. Man. <laughs> coin flip right
1: now. NBA playoffs or NFL draft? You tell me.
3: NBA first. All Let right. Let's do the NBA.
1: NBA first. because The NBA right now is better than it's ever been. It's not even close. Everything about the NBA is perfect. And all three of us are live in the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Baker Legacy Studio. We're enjoying this program today. We're going to be with you up until 7 o'clock when we hand this thing over to, who do we got Zach tonight? Zach Gelb. Peter who?
4: Zach Gelb. Right, I'm writing that down. CBS right. Sports is Network.
3: That, is Gelb first or last
4: name? What is, is it? Is his last name is Zach Gelb Zach. His In first the- name is Zach. His last name is Gelb. Okay, well there you have it. He sounds nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. Zebediah
3: Gelb joining us. How come you never mentioned him before?
4: Yeah, is he new? No, I always I always bring his name up weekly. Do you guys? Who's Steve, coming up next? Don't recall. Probably out of the Ohio
1: office. That's okay. I mean. He's a good golfer too. This, okay, you might want him. Don't know. I'm gonna Google him. Real Email quick. real quick. So I'm just pulling up a picture of Zach Gelb. He's on the Steve, PGA. He's on
4: the PGA tour. Steve
1: Garb. Oh, okay. So. Zach Gelb looks like henchman number two. <laughs> Zach Gelb, it's <laughs> <That's> pretty close. <laughs> yeah, this is ridiculous. Zach Gelb is the guy like in a mobster movie when he when you need someone to go with you to collect.
3: Oh my god, that's legit. Luca yeah. Brazzi's son. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good Luca on. Brazzi Jr.
1: Oh, yeah. these are ve-
3: okay. So hey, I'm out collecting the numbers.
1: Yeah. But, <laughs> I, uh, I just noticed see, you might not you might not be quite even. Feels a little shy.
3: You didn't even count it, Zach. Another way. Hey, real talk, he looks like the Spanish version of like when Shrek turned into a person. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, he looks like exactly like that.
1: I'm the big Zach Gelb guy now. Before I wasn't, now I am. Nice. So excited. Started her days with the New Mexico Pinion Coffee and the YMCA Central New Mexico. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. <laughs> Joel Embiid is vowing to play through a thumb injury, and I don't think it's because he wants to play. It's just obviously another shot of Ben Simmons, right, boys?
4: <laughs> like,
3: just. It's a thumb. It's,
2: it's a thumb. That's going to be look, news. How are you saying that it's just a thumb? It's, a, it's basketball. Your your fingers are always messed up. If we didn't have thumbs, we'd still be like, L- living in trees. Yes. Yeah. living in what? trees. But he
3: has a Act- thumb. it's not a guy
2: like he got cut off
3: (laughs) throwing our feces at strangers when we're frightened
1: opposable thumbs are a real game changer like I don't know if we're actually jumping into this one right now yeah but the idea to be able to like
3: like firmly grasp and wield anything literally anything yeah like anything except for the new baseball and MLB apparently a lot of hit by pitches this year so what's up so is it too slick is it too the
1: problem's consistency right
3: they're, That's my understanding. They're trying to make up for the no tack by putting a natural tack on it, and they say like mm-hmm. once their hand gets wet, it makes the tack slippery. Well, you should go down there because
1: with that hat, you're awful tacky. <laughs>
3: yeah, and yeah. I feel like you could tacky f- on purpose. Thank you very you much.
1: You fix this whole thing. Was that a chance? The rapper hat?
3: Uh, Tyler the Creator hat. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Close. You're getting. You're getting
3: closer. You're, yeah, I you can. are.
2: You're you're playing, but you're really getting close each time.
1: That goes pretty close.
2: It's three words.
1: Say him again,
3: Tyler the Chance, creator uh, rapper. You got yep. the middle name part. Middle names, right? Yeah, the uh,
1: the is not a middle name unless you're talking about the
3: sports animal. Thank you. It'd be a first name. That's first.
1: Well, I, I think the <laughs> it's first a middle name, name in the phone book is six ten. I believe is the first name.
3: Animal comma sports the. <laughs> I think maybe is that how it works. Uh, his name is. I haven't seen a phone book in a long time. Not gonna lie, I don't know how they work anymore.
1: The last phone book I can say with confidence that I saw, ever,
5: mm-hmm.
1: was in Terminator 2. Whenever, <laughs> no, I guess it's Terminator 1. Whenever Arnold Schwarzenegger is looking for Connor, comma, Sarah. Yeah. And there's three of them. That's the last uh, time I saw a phone book. Oh, that makes total sense. You might be right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then, obviously, G- Gelb, comma, Zayden.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. Zash. So nothing has changed. There's no privacy with your phone and neither with the phone book. Hold up. Why is there no privacy with my phone? Uh, Is this an Elon Musk thing? No. Oh.
2: (laughs) Could be.
1: Probably is. He's in on it. All my super conservative friends are really excited to get back on Twitter now because Elon Musk bought Twitter. And I said, I didn't know there was a connection there. (laughs) I said, I didn't understand.
2: They'll make a connection. Yeah. It's always some kind of conspiracy
1: is Kyrie Irving on Twitter? Somebody check, because then you know it's a conspiracy. That's the litmus test on if it
3: conspires.
2: Is does it? Hey, that's a good take. Is there a possessing? it <laughs> is it that's, that's one that's Kyrie? A, that's a good take. I
3: like that. What's the? Van
1: is like Van is like. Are you talking about the the properties of Irving? Because uh-huh. if one Kyrie would, then it means it is con. Yeah. But if one Kyrie wouldn't, it means it's not conspiracy enough. No, yeah, I got it I got it down right here. All right, give it
3: to me. The factorial of X Thank you <laughs> minus one quarter of a Kyrie. Mm-hmm. And you know, like if you got a quarter, you multiply a quarter, you actually multiply it. So I think like four, one over
1: four, is that what you're talking about? Exactly. Yeah.
3: So four social media platforms total. Uh huh. If you have a quarter of a Kyrie, I think you're legitimate. So legitimate conspiracy theory
2: website.
1: Elon Musk owns ten percent of Twitter and now all of Twitter to the tune of forty five bill.
2: Yep. You know how many zeros that is, boys? Too many.
1: So, if he can get one, one, one Kyrie, is the equivalent of 45 Bill.
3: I think that checks out. Yeah, I think that's the math.
1: One teammate of Kyrie Irving is Ben Simmons, sort of. Hey, nah, what?
2: he ain't a teammate.
1: Legit question, Robert. What's up? What number does Ben Simmons wear?
2: I have no clue. You have no clue. But I know he had a lambskin jacket on last week. <laughs> that's crazy, isn't it? You know that, but don't know the jersey number. I think it's the same
3: number of games he's played. Zero. Zero? Zero.
2: Well, I know that's Westbrook's number, but I don't Shout know if that's out. his. Shout out to Dello Davis.
3: Vital,
1: what number does Ben Simmons wear with the Nets? Number eight. Nope. That's Kyrie, isn't it? Boys, that's what I'm saying.
4: <laughs> hey, what are you doing? You just, number 10. Oh, I don't even. Sorry. Ben Simmons.
2: Have we even seen him in a jersey? Nope. He wears number 10. Would you have got that? No. Never. Oh. Never. Took, I was going to guess 25. It, it used
3: to be 25.
2: If it took you that long to find it on Google. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Why do
3: they even assign a number if he's never going to play? What if somebody else wants oh, 10 right? who's actually right. going to show up? Yeah, Literally anyone. Literally anyone. So Ben Simmons said,
1: yeah, I'm going to come back for game four Monday night. That's what Ben Simmons said. You boys heard it. Yep. It was out there. It was out there. And then.
2: <laughs> they lost game three. Boys, they did not just lose.
3: <laughs> Gave it
2: away. Yeah. They've given two away. No, I'm not going to say that. They've, I, I, been, they've been legitimate beat. One, and I think they lost two. I can't say that because then you take it away from Boston. Boston's playing great defense. Well,
1: Jason Tatum. The
2: the team of Boston is playing great defense. Jason Tatum is doing everything else.
1: I told you boys this. I told you boys this years ago. Well, I haven't known you that long, Rob. Mm. I told you years ago, man, and the second you started listening to me about my NBA Ackerman, Rob, I told you. Yeah. Jason Tatum is everything.
2: let's pump the brakes. No. It's the Nets.
1: He up 3-0 against the Nets.
2: Yeah, the Nets. They're Van's favorite team. That's not true whatsoever. I was
3: going to (laughs) say. I have been been rooting for them pretty hard. The Nets. Because of the ongoing storylines. Yeah. New York don't Storyline for one more game. New York don't even root for the Nets. Brooklyn definitely does not root for the Nets. No.
1: It goes like this. I'm not even messing with it. Okay. New Jersey likes the Nets. Number one, the Yankees. Yes. Number two, the Mets. Number three, the Giants. Number four, the Jets. Number five, probably the Rangers, but the Islanders got more titles. Number six. Then the Knicks. Mm -hmm. And the Knicks might be higher than hockey, but just barely. Then... Jay-Z, go ahead. Jay-Z, thank you. (laughs) 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 I was 100% going there.
3: Then the Nathan's hot dog yeah eating. yeah uh, keep at, going there.
1: Uh, that the Nathan's hot dog eating contest doesn't get the drip it deserves from the world
3: yeah Nathan's is ranked over the Nets for sure Frank Sinatra yeah you're still going yeah you're still going not gonna stop
1: because I ain't got to Brooklyn yet I
3: ain't yeah. got to the Nets uh, yeah that uh, that rat that was carrying a slice of pizza <laughs> New York loves him more than the Nets is that a new thing uh, no that's a it's an old thing okay
1: then yes I'm into that yeah.
2: Yeah, you the, ever seen Pizza Rat? Statue of Liberty,
1: duh. Statue of Liberty,
3: That Ellis Island. Where, where? Wait, that the statue that, or the football play? Because I think both of them they, are ranked above. They both, above, yeah. they they both rank above the net. They're tied. But, yeah.
1: yeah, and then obviously, like like Lodo, and then like Madison Square Garden proper. Yeah, then Central Park, then the annexation of Puerto Rico, and then the Apollo.
2: Yeah, all of
1: these things <laughs> fall
2: in. I'm naming Yeah.
1: Radio City Music Hall. <laughs> if Dave Letterman were to die, his ghost and his zombie, because oh, yeah. I think you can get both from one corpse because I don't really understand
3: the rules. Look, this is how bad it is. I think the new Baker Mayfield statue is ranked above the Nets. That's oh, a good one. my goodness. That That's was super bad.
7: Good.
1: Super good. Step away for a second. Come back with Forrest Stolting. We're going to talk a little bit about isotopes. Is he will connect with us on the program, more NBA talk, and then uh, NFL, 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 sneaking some WWE, and your man crush, Tyson Fury, you have a type.
3: I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you a full-on type. Like, 80s relief pitchers mm-hmm. and Tyson Fury and, like, my alternative mailman. Like, I got a real type. Anyone named Gossage. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Definitely. All the gossages. Live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker
1: Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico. Pinion Coffee. We started our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. It's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. This Friday night, your boys are about to have Friday. I don't even know when we're throwing our own parties, boys. This Saturday night, boys are about to get loose. We're doing a soft opening at Fusion Theater. Which is, well, you guys are familiar. It's first in Fusion over there. But we got, to get, uh, we got a short guest list of comedians, including Jess Wood, A.J. Matthews, Jared Olstrom, Carla Vasquez, and the funniest dude in town that's not Robert Gibson, Tripp Stalicki, who's so yes. funny. He's I, the I,
2: funniest dude. I definitely had to get him on there. Yeah. Yep. Uh,
1: so we're opening up Fusion Theater because we're doing monthly comedy out there every last Saturday of every month. And yep. this is a this is a VIP, like, Friends of the Show deal. Yeah. So if you if you're a friend of the show and and maybe we've met maybe first time in a long time, maybe you're one of those things, hey come on out. Come hang out with your boys. Uh, we're not I mean zero dollars to get in, come come hang. Tractor brewing is doing beer, it's gonna be a whole thing, we're gonna have a lot of fun with it. So come hang out Saturday night and we'll put all this information on our social medias for everyone. Hey, gentlemen, that we expect to be there after the isotopes game is Forrest Stolting. Forrest, welcome to the show.
8: Thanks, man. Great to be here again, and I'm excited. It's going to be a lot of fun on Saturday night. It's going to be
1: good. Yeah, yeah, baby. And and what it is is I'm going to need a break after going to baseball for 50 Cent Hot Dogs on Tuesday. Yep. Day game baseball on Wednesday. Thursday. A little Thursday night boy because I just need a Thursday night boy. Friday night at the ballpark, obviously. And then Saturday, well, I I mean, I can take one day off of baseball for this little party we're throwing. So, Forrest, what are the promotions this week? What's going on at the park?
8: Oh, we got Five nights of promotion or five games of promotion, as uh, you mentioned. Tomorrow night is our big 50 cent hot dog night. Uh, yes. un- unlimited hot dogs. We do limit six per visit. All right, stupid. So you can, but you can go back as many times as you want and get as many hot dogs as you want. They're making them. They're going to be fresh. They're going to be extremely excited. And we, we talking grill. We're talking
1: boil. Like, what's the deal here? How are you preparing?
8: Oh, just a, just for the traditional dog. But I'm sure if oh, okay. you ask for other kinds, well, we we'll, we'll, we'll might be able to figure that out. I mean, what about Vane? You,
3: you got an impossible dog.
4: Ah, I don't
3: uh, think so they got they got multiple choices for me. Okay, for my veggie dogs, but not for fifty cent. Now. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, a, I'm not a cheap date. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if you saw
8: if you had uh, four U N M offensive and defensive linemen compete in a hot dog eating contest at the park. Um, that was a lot of fun to see. and Whoa.
2: And we Whoa. weren't emceeing it? Whoa. What's the deal here? Emceeing? I wanted to be in there. All right, Robert feels <laughs> left out. <laughs> For real. It was very last deal put together.
8: Um, we got KOB and KRQB to uh
1: Oh, of course, uh, Van Tate to- was there. Hey, Van Tate was there, boys. You hear that? <laughs> they got the good van. Yeah, they got the good van.
5: The <laughs> <laughs> IP <laughs> van. <laughs>
7: And so
8: hope and they'll, so they'll run those stories tonight and help us promote and get the word out. It was really cool. The offensive one—they had one of their players. Uh, he, he ate five hot dogs in two minutes and thirty-six seconds. Michael, Absolutely. call him.
1: Michael, we need him on the show. Find out who that is. Call him.
8: I will do that. Yeah, sure. we... he'll be at the game tomorrow night. Actually, okay. Um, uh, but then, you said on Wednesday we have the school day matinee at eleven o'clock. I'm sure. Y'all will be there, especially in the van. I'm excited to see you at the ballpark for that matinee on Wednesday. Um, or th- sorry, Thursday. Yeah, day me. game, Friday, day game
3: Thursday.
8: Park. Thursday, yep. And then on Friday, we have our Bark in the Park night, as so well okay. as a Mariachi's Beanie giveaway, which to the first 2,500 fans, 21 and older, because it's sponsored by Modelo. And when I'm telling you this is a must have item, This is probably one of the coolest beanies I've ever seen in my entire life.
3: It is strong Um, work. I got it pulled up right here, and it is super cool. What's it got? A little like propeller on top? What's the deal?
8: (laughs) Oh, I wish. Just the the the, the colors, the design of the Mariachi's logo in there. It's extremely intricate. Um, You're gonna want to get this. It's just turquoise is the main color, turquoise, white, and black. But you'll be the look of the town if you get this uh, Friday night. Can Saturday we have our little, little League night slash women in sports night and a fireworks night. So we have everything for everybody on Saturday. Really looking forward to the women in sports night on Saturday. Then on Sunday we have uh, ice chips, water bottles, the first 2,000 fans. Um, so plenty of action coming this homestand. So what do you a, want to talk about? What I kind a, of detail do you want to go into now
2: about it? I have a question about the, the bark in the park because around town that's yeah. one of the best nights for people to come out. What are the rules for that? Is there any type of rules for the dog owners? Do they have to have a leash? Or does it have to be a dog size, anything like that?
8: It's got to be a leash. I mean, any, any dog can come in as long as there's four legs, I guess. I mean, as long as the dog, it can come in. So no issues there. It's got to be on a leash. We'll have plenty of supplies from local uh, dog companies to provide uh, bags and water throughout the ballpark. So there's be no issue there. Um, just as long as you clean up your dog in front of leash, that's the biggest
3: thing.
2: Okay, okay, ladies. That, that doesn't mean oh, your yeah. boyfriend is on the leash now.
3: It has to be a real dog with fur a and a tail. Dog.
2: So there's there's yeah. no size limitations.
3: There's no size limitations. Is there intelligence limitations? Because I have a very dumb Not, corgi. Can I bring my dumb corgi? Absolutely. We don't you know discriminate at that part. So. <laughs>
1: I mean, obviously, I don't have a dog. Friday, have...
3: Friday's going to be a great night. Yeah. you go bark in the park. Oh, man. You got these sweet beanies, and you got the boys at the ballpark. Yes. Damn. So,
1: hold up. What on. a There's... combo right here, huh? Is there, like, a section of the ballpark where there are no dogs that I can be? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> you guys know who I am. Come on. I'm very difficult.
8: I, I, don't, I, I don't think we're limiting the dogs to... Anyway, as far as I know, they can go in any section that you have a ticket for. So it's, you I'm, might just have to uh, wander around and find a, a dog-free zone there, well, Fred. I'm kind of surprised that you're not a dog
1: person. So is, Are there, like, puppy pads are throughout uh, I-Stump's
3: Park? Surprised?
1: <laughs> How does this there, work? There'll be, there'll, be, there'll be areas where you can uh, relieve
8: your dog, and there'll be bags throughout the entire stadium and water bowls. So there'll be plenty of places for, like, food and water stations as well as um, – bathroom stations for our four-legged friends for sure so
1: normally you have people walking around picking up trash or doing whatever are there people walking around scooping
8: if they have to yeah we're, people will definitely be on call for that um but we're hoping that with the way we're setting it up all the the bags throughout the the, the stadium in certain sections and the bag stations and uh that the owners will clean up most of the uh, the left but i'm sure there'll be a few of them that will need to be We'll clean up on aisle five from the <laughs> isotope staff.
1: It does sound like they've pretty much got it all covered here. It actually does sound like it's pretty great. So,
8: Oh, yeah. Um, we got all our bases covered for sure. So, so you're not, dog, no dog, it's going to be a fun night at the ballpark.
1: So, you don't expect the night to be rough. Oh, my
5: gosh.
1: Rough. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh.
2: <laughs> yeah. He's legit red in the face laughing.
5: So From the of bottom him. of
2: his belly behind that.
8: He <laughs> He's probably like been waiting 15 years to say that one on air. Yeah.
3: You should have seen how ready he was to drop that joke, too. You could see him, pa- you could see him pause before he said
2: it. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not joining you this. You dog,
3: Fred. You dog. Oh,
1: <laughs> so funny. <laughs> well, Ice Towers Park all week. Game times during the week are 635. The Thursday matinee, what's that,
8: 11? 11.05, yep. Okay, 11-0. And the game on Wednesday is at – the game's at Wednesday at 6 instead of 6.35. Oh. Uh, just, so we can get, just so we can get the boys out of the ballpark for the quick turnaround on Thursday. So
1: That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's a good foresight there. I like that a lot. And then uh, later later start on Friday, you're going to do the – is it 7 o'clock on Friday?
8: Yep, Friday's this year's all 7 o'clock. To make it easier for fans to come out and get home from work, take a – uh, relax a little bit, then head on down to the park. So, want to make it easier for the fans this year to have a little bit extra time on Friday to come on by.
1: For Stolting, what do we miss?
8: Man, I think the I mean the women in sports night is going to be really fantastic. We're going to celebrate um, all the magnificent women in sport um, in Albuquerque. We'll have five ambassadors before the game get honored, uh, have some speeches. Uh, and just kind of help share their store. And then throughout the game, we'll be doing other activities in between innings, showing videos, really engaging all of our, uh, our women and young girls who are at the game that night to help create a positive image around women being in sports because without women in sports, there wouldn't be a full sport. So, um, gotta make sure that they're well, well represented, um, on Saturday night. Nice job sports.
1: Do you have an extra long sleeve forty two jackie robinson ice toes park uh shirt because uh, my girlfriend stole mine oh no
8: oh. Uh, that's a dylan storm question <laughs> um he, he he's in he's in charge of all of the uh the giveaways i have a, I have my rations for the the media so once I give those out to the meaty who needs them, that's all I can have access to. So,
5: like
8: Dylan's your your point of contact on that one.
3: Grab me like eight beanies.
7: <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't I do that, gonna, Ben.
3: I think the resale is going to be really good on these. Those are sharp.
2: <laughs> Fine, I'm one. Not,
8: I'm not saying you're wrong, but I, I, I'm not going to be a part of that.
3: Hey, I'm gonna cut you in for us.
2: Let's yeah. leave some merch for the fans, fellas. Wink, wink. Goodness,
5: w-
3: you can't say wink, wink. Yeah, Forrest well, Tol- he can't see me wink at him, though.
1: <laughs> Forrest, yes, he can on the live stream. Forrest Stolting, you're the absolute best. Thank you.
8: Thank y'all. You, enjoy it. We'll talk to you soon.
1: I hope Spark's gonna be a good week this week.
2: Always is. I love the the merch giveaways. That's that's Proman. That's a fan f- yeah. fan favorite. Fan favorite.
1: And we, you know, Duke City Gladiators are out of town this week too. So we can't get out to the Rio Rancho events there this week because there's there's no Duke City Gladiators. But so it's like, well, let's just go full isotopes. We, I mean, let's let's make that life happen. What are the What are the United doing this week? We got that lined up. Twenty third. So that was
3: last week. That's past. Yeah. So yep. it's yeah. San Antonio. Oh,
1: yeah, tough, that was a Tough big L. One. Yeah, yeah tough was, L. Tough it was a close
3: one. Been like, like. It was a close one. Not a fan of losing. We got so many rivals in this league. The United, I'm speaking, not the Isotopes. The Isotopes have no rivals. The United, like, they're developing rivalries with every single team in the league. San Antonio being the newest.
1: Every team player. plays up when you play the United. At it's that a,
3: stadium? Yeah. Yeah. And
1: it, it's one of those, like, uh, you were saying this, Robert, about the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. You were like, well, every team's going to play up. Like, they're not going to be able to because that team's going to go. Like, that's what it feels like to me with the United. Like, they're the Toronto Blue Jays of soccer.
2: Okay. I'm
3: going to write this down yeah, and see please if that do. makes any
2: sense later. I don't know. It probably won't like he did about the Dodgers, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't lost since he said that. That <laughs> is crazy
1: how good they are. <laughs> And super dirty baseball from the Giants as well, right now, which oh, is super gosh. weird. Yeah. Vital, they're stealing bases. Yeah. Up seven in yeah. the ninth. Yeah, that's wrong, right they're there. They're bunting for hits up nine. Come on. What are they doing, Vital? Come on.
3: I'm into it. I ain't going to lie.
1: Unwritten Rules of Baseball. Whenever we get back, you're listening to Two Men On Live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico, Hidden Own Coffee. And we started our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports. You know what my favorite thing is to do, boys? Talk about no-hitters. It's like my favorite thing. I do it all the time, no matter what. You get the first batter out of the game, you know what I'm talking about? No-hitter. Just keep going. Just
3: no-hitter talk all the time. Second batter of the game, gets a single. They ain't on me. Well, there goes the no-hitter. This <laughs> is not my fault.
1: <laughs> so I know you used to pitch, man. You were like a pitcher in baseball. Sure. And... So say like you gave up like you just just get a guy to like top one to third. You know, just slow roller to third. A lot of those. Don't even got to move as a fielder. And they come up and just sail it to first base. Just way over the top of first base.
3: It happens often.
1: And I know you, because you also don't care about the unwritten rules of baseball. You would throw your glove up in the air. You would <laughs> it would be a huge hissy fit. You would tell that guy how he, his loved ones,
3: His hobbies, his friends, all sucked, and I really appreciated that about you. So I like seeing that. Yeah, but I'm a good teammate, so I didn't actively do that. I would support him, you know, go give him a little little tap tap on the back end, say you got the next one, buddy. Don't let it don't let it get in your head. But when you you would get
1: when you get yanked from a game, you wouldn't even sit in the dugout though; you just leave.
3: Oh, when I got yanked, I pull the bat out and go right after right (laughs) after the water cooler. The way you should. Especially if I didn't if I went out because of a pitch count, cool. If I went out because I was getting shelled, something's breaking in that dugout. Mm-hmm. I'm breaking something.
1: Robert, how come you're always like helping the opposing player up off the
2: ground? No, how, no. Come <laughs> how come you're that guy? Never. Huh? What do you mean never? Never. That's not your thing? Nope. You step on him like he's, he's like, a part of the he's an extension of the ground. <laughs> you <laughs> can sue him. <laughs> yeah. Clean my spikes out. So when you're coming in
1: <laughs> from the infield or whatever, like yeah. you're how come you're always, like, running across, like, the pitcher's mound? What's that deal?
2: Oh, man. That's,
1: like, your move? No. You think that's super cool? Guys, I love all these things. I love everything I, about it.
2: I, I like it because it rubs people the wrong way. Yes. That's the only reason I get satisfaction out of it.
1: I love to see people defend it, too, like, ready to get you. Oh, yeah. What's the name yeah. of the cat from Oakland? Oh, he's from... Uh, More descriptors. He's a your word. He's a pitcher, words. and Alex Rodriguez ran over... Oh gosh, what is his The pitcher's name? mound and he was ready to kill him. And he was from like Stockton, California. So this dude was from Stockton playing in Oakland and he goes hard. Yeah. And Alex Rodriguez like trots across
3: Oh my God, I know what you're talking mound, about now. And he's oh, like
1: come on, Brain. He's like I'm he's like he's like unfortunately, Alex, we have to fight to the death. Is it Brayden? Yes. Dallas Brayden. Dallas Brayden. Yeah. Dallas Brayden. Was ready to fight Alex Rodriguez to the physical death for stepping on the pitcher's mound, yep. and I love that.
3: And He's number one on the Rushmore of Bradens. He'll <laughs> never be no no Braden in the history of the world will be able to top Dallas Braden. Dallas, because because it's your last name, it's acceptable.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes it worse when it's the first name. Yeah, think if his name was Braden Dallas. Ugh. Oh, I don't like Ugh. that. No. More, more phone book talk here? <laughs> I don't even like saying that. So is that the number one most sacred unwritten rule?
1: No, the most number one what is, is that? when you get hit by a pitch, you don't rub it. Mm-hmm. That's the number one rule.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like if you if you take one off the, even the sharp part of the hip, yeah, yep. do, do not rub it. Don't touch it. Because yep. I immediately, you guys know how
3: soft I am. I'm rubbing it with two hands. Sure. I'm like, no, no, this hurts.
2: I'm falling out.
3: Duh. <laughs> aspirin? You guys got aspirin? Ibuprofen?
2: <laughs> but there, there's there's a loophole here. Okay.
3: Because oh, okay. if you get hit on bare skin, and let's say you got a wound, you can rub it, but you have to rub dirt on it.
2: Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a good point. I'm trying to think of the last player that I've seen with bare skin, because they wear everything now.
3: Kyle Tucker on the Astros. No gloves. Oh, old school. No sweatpants, uh, sweatbands, nothing.
2: I've been saying this for years, but what
3: would John Mabry do? Mm. Mm.
1: No batting gloves.
3: Some Forget it. a little pine tar on it. Yep. And, like, you just played golf hey, for the first time in your life. You know life. what closes an open wound? Pine tar. That's a good one. <laughs>
5: yeah.
1: You know that scene in Major League when, not Major League, in Bull Durham when they're out at the pitcher's mound? They're like, we got a lot going on right now, okay? <laughs> <laughs>
5: like, we don't
1: think candles is a good wedding gift. <laughs> Hey, I heard when you showed up to play golf, Robert, yeah. you literally had like a five-gallon bucket of Icy Hot that you just sat down in front of the cart, so you knew you'd be able to make it through the round. Uh,
2: actually, I didn't need it till two hours after I was done.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I thought I wasn't doing anything Saturday night, but yeah.
1: Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio powered by the Mexico Pinion on Coffee. Starter days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. It's 95.9 FM, AM 610, the Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. This Saturday night, the boys are hosting a little comedy show. or a at Fusion Theater, 708 First Street, Northwest. That's right there at the intersection of First and Lomas. Come hang out with your boys. We've got a lot of performers. You hosting, Robert? Yes, sir. What are me and Van doing?
3: Just being there. Shoot. I'm good at that one. Nice. <laughs> That's my specialty.
1: Tractor Brewing is going to be over there with us. We're going to be hanging out.
3: Hey, you forgot, you forgot the uh, the bonus. What's the? the okay. Friends of the show. Yeah. Especially the day oneers. Yeah. Get in free. Yeah, there you go. There we go. A little go. $5 donation boy if you want. We're looking to, still.
1: and we are, uh, this is not like an official partnership of any sort of means, but we're looking to kick off, you know, Fusion Theater's back. You know, and that's the thing. They got They got a really cool venue. They got a cool spring series coming up. Um, 501c3, a whole little deal. You know, as much as we help the YMCA or we help. Laker 505 or some of those. This is the exact same kind of energy. So this Saturday night, come hang out with the boys. Um, I mean, it's going to be VIP and VIP adjacent. So if you're a friend of the show, come hang out with us. You're in. We got you. Yep. But a lot of the day one partners, a lot of kind of everyone that has that messed with, not just us, but, you know, Robert and, and Robert's BS show, and I think it's going to be a
2: good- That's the name, you guys. He's not downplaying it.
1: <laughs> That's the name of the show. <laughs> no. the BS show. <laughs>
2: The way you said it, it's e- like a BS show.
3: <laughs> Throw an article in front of it. Yeah, yeah. The BS the show, B- <laughs> not a BS show.
5: That's what it sounded like.
1: Doors at six, show at seven. Um, yeah, it's gonna be
3: a good night. I don't know. Come hang out,
1: and you guys know like coronavirus is over. You guys know that, right? Like COVID nineteen over.
3: Okay, tell that to me three weeks ago.
1: What? Well, he waited. Yeah, <laughs> he I waited. Now <laughs> good. It's over. I held out. I wanted to be last. <laughs> Well, judge in Florida said it was solved. We did it, boys. Hey! There we, we- go. No one? Hey.
4: No one else?
1: Okay. Thanks, Florida. The three of us are survivors, and Michael Vital is um, fortunate. Mike, you didn't get the corona.
4: I never got it.
1: All right. Shouldn't have said that out loud and written Aye. a little COVID. Everyone knows Oops. that. Hey. It's, it's one okay. of the... Hey, I'll be Jinx. fine. Either
4: way. <laughs> Michael?
3: Your triple vax or quadruple?
1: Yeah,
4: what Matt? are you?
3: You got your fourth one yet? You all of them?
4: Nope, I don't at all. I got the first vaccination and then one booster. Hold oh, up! You didn't get the thirdsies? Nope.
1: See, I think I would have got the thirdsies if I was you. I mean, I did get the. Th- you
3: got the third one. Oh, and you still got COVID. Didn't. It didn't help. It didn't stop me from getting COVID, but it sure did help me.
2: This yeah, you you recovered pretty fast. Five days, baby. Yeah, yeah
4: then, then only two the, of them were rough. That's the purpose of getting the booster. So there we you, go. You so know, they say. I had five days of kidney failure.
2: Yeah. That's bogus. Yeah. What'd you get? The great value no no quaint
1: I, I got like the name brand like like top shelf oh god i got yeah. it before it was like the
3: hotness too if it was at walgreens it'd be locked up yeah that's the one you got uh, yeah yeah they i almost did, killed him that's a good stuff i didn't get
1: the over-the-counter one like van i got the you got the designer one. yeah oh that's the problem yeah that one shut you down they were like you yeah we got you yeah we're COVID 19
3: it was a good challenge for COVID too, because you're a big boy. Me? That's a lot to take you down. Yeah, but to be fair. Mm, to be fair.
1: To be fair. I've had it coming. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're doing yeah. the most. Duh. If you, if you was it, out here. If anyone.
3: are like, out here. Your lifestyle. Duh. Because
1: yeah. I was playing by the rules. But it was the rules for my own game. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I mm-hmm. Do we use nicknames on this program, boys? Nicknames
3: for our COVID?
1: It, nope. Oh. I'm going to use one right here. Okay.
3: Miggy got 3,000 of them. That's a big deal. Hey. Big deal. Hey. Big deal.
1: I mean, good for Miguel Cabrera, right? I guess he's not a cool guy. I've heard allegedly his entire career, but good for him.
3: He seems fun. Yeah. Yeah. He's always seemed fun to me. I'm but. not terribly concerned on how he treats people off the field, as long as he doesn't hurt himself or anyone else. You kind of have that
1: that stance on all entertainers,
3: just about everything. That's yeah. why you're
1: so pro Kid Rock, and I always think that's weird. Well, well,
3: I think he should be able to make his own decisions and live his own life. I don't like to like his music though, so there's that.
1: Got three thousand. Went oppo. Did boys see that one opposite field?
3: Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Not so bad.
3: Six players in the history of the game, 3,000 hits and 500 homers. He is an elite company. Who are are the other guys? Okay, check this out. Two of them, PED asterisk guys, obviously boosted by drugs. Okay. Alex Rodriguez, Rafael Palmero. Never heard of them. Right. The other people, Hank Aaron, Willie Mays, Albert Pujols, Eddie Murray. And now Miguel Cabrera. That is elite company. Sorry, give me that. Give, give me the good ones again. Six players in the history of baseball have, have three thousand hits and five hundred homers. Okay, A. Rod and Raphael. Pretty good. Okay, then after that, Hank Aaron, Willie Mays, Albert Pujols, Eddie Murray, and now Miguel Cabrera. That's crazy. That's nuts, isn't it?
2: Eddie Murray.
1: <clears throat> when they came up with it, no. We are never going to see a 3000 hitter again. I think we will. You don't think so? Oh,
3: yeah. there's no way. Oh yeah. There's 0% chance. No, we will. Are you guys being serious? Yeah, I mean, we got we got all these like freaking nature Tom Brady's yeah. coming up from this next generation. Yeah. Are
1: you, are you, I can tell obviously right now you're doing a devil's advocate thing and you don't really believe this and I totally support the radio bit you're doing, but there's 0% chance where we're going to see a guy get 3000 hits again.
3: I think there's going to be more because people are going to play longer. They're going to be healthier. Now there's the DH you're gonna think it's not a, leagues. You're going to think it's not
2: as big of a deal? Is that what you're saying? Nah, it's still a big deal. No, you boys are. The longevity involved insane. see, man. Let me look up some things. Here's, here's the thing, though. Let me look up some things, Fred. I'm going to go with
1: Robert's favorite thing in the whole world, load management. And now you can come on and off the DL all the time just on a whim. Guys aren't going to play 150 games a season anymore. You're not going to get dudes who get 3,000 hits in their careers. It's just not going to happen. You know who's next? You know who is the closest? Who? I'll I'll give it to you right now. your freaking Molina. He ain't gonna get three thousand. He ain't 000.
3: gonna get it. Nah.
1: He got twenty one hundred. Like there's no one. And I technically it's Robinson Cano, but he ain't gonna make it. No, he ain't gonna make it. it. He doesn't have that same skill set when nope. he
3: was peaking. Joey Votto. He's he not gonna play long enough because yeah, he's only he's... got two thousand. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. He only got another two years in him, maybe. But like of the guys? Hey if, hey, if Joey Votto doesn't step it up this year, this might be his last year. Think so? He's hitting like below the Mendoza line right now. Nelson Cruz? He's does, too old. He's way too old. You don't even have 2,000. That's what I'm saying, boy. Nelson Cruz won't. We
1: are it. never going to see one. Ever.
3: Yeah, I, I disagree. Who? You know, El- the, the game has changed or- where you get less base hits. But the game is also changing because all the pitchers are just so strong. They that get you. That instead of the launch angle, which it's been that's the last 20 years, like exit velocity and launch angle. Now it's going to be like just making strong contact. So you're going to see more hitmen coming back into I'm, baseball. I'm yeah.
1: going to give you boys some names. right? Okay. Just say yes or yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need. I don't need your life story. <laughs> I don't need your reasoning behind it. Just give me okay. yes, okay. yes or no. Is ready? Yeah. This I'm going to go from the bottom up of guys with over 1,400. Okay. Kurt Suzuki.
2: No. Mm-mm.
1: Jason Hayward. No. No. Ian Desmond. No. No. Mike Trout.
2: Oh, yes. No. Oh,
1: yeah. He's only got 1,400. No.
2: He stays hurt too much. Mm-mm. No Doesn't way. Does not play enough? Nah.
1: Manny Machado.
2: Yes. 1,450, 14, um, 14, and there's no way. He's not even 30 yet. He's what, 29? Uh, no. I would say no. Nope. He's not disciplined enough. Carlos Santana. Nope. Nah.
1: Charlie Blackman. Nope. No. Alcides Escobar.
2: No. Nope. There's
1: he, Some names you haven't so said yet that, that I'm, I'm coming surprised. up on him. Okay. He's
3: like the prototype of a 3,000 hitter, though he just can't stay on the field. He
1: don't. He's not yeah. helping enough. DJ LeMahieu. No, Nah. Paul Goldschmidt.
3: Hard, here's hard the, maybe.
1: Here's the big jump because DJ LeMahieu he got 1470, but it jumps now to where Paul Goldschmidt got 1585. So he he only needs boys 2400 hits. Are you kidding me? There's no way.
3: Or 1400
1: hits. 1400 hits. I'm sorry. hits. Yeah, there's no way. And
3: he's what, 31?
1: Uh, I think he's a shade older, but yes, yeah, you're correct.
2: Still some names.
1: Yeah, I'm keeping going. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Michael Brantley.
3: That's a maybe. Mm. Depends on how long he can stay in. You don't
1: have 1,600 hits. Eric Hosmer.
2: Nope. No, right. no. Freddie Freeman. Nah. He, he got he's, way he,
1: less than you think. He's, a, he's not a, even at two thousand. Nope, seventeen twenty-three. Oh. No, Justin Upton. All right, Goldie is
3: already thirty-four, so I switched that to a no. Yep, Justin Upton.
2: Nope,
1: Jose
3: Altuve.
2: That's a hard maybe. What do you? Where do you think no, he's at? I think he's. I think he's a little shade under two thousand. Seventeen eighty-three. Yeah, and see that would mean how old is he? About young thirties. Yeah, he probably have to get. Close to, like, 190 hits a season. I don't think he's done that. He's been in the league 11 years. Yeah.
1: Like, it just – boys, I'm telling you, because I already looked at this. It's not going to happen. Evan Longoria at 1818. He's done. Andrew McCutcheon at 1840. Elvis Andrews at 1875.
2: Nope. Nelson Cruz in 1924. I thought there was someone, like, 20 – Who was that 2,000?
1: Joey Votto's got twenty thirty five, but he just he ain't got 900 more hits in his life. No. Yadier Molina at 2,116 don't have 800 more hits in his life. Robinson Cano at 2,631.
2: Yeah. That's the name I was waiting for, but he doesn't play that much. He don't play that much. Yeah. He's not as good as he was. Mm
3: -mm. Well,
1: you know what he used to do was cheat. Mm -hmm. That was his thing. We are never going to see another 3,000 hitter.
3: History this weekend. I still do, though. I still think so, though. I I think the game will tilt back to see more 200 hits a year because that's that's how you do it, 200 hits a year for 15 years. If you could average a little bit less than that, play a little longer. Yeah, have have some super
2: great seasons to balance it out. 150 hits for 20 straight years. It's hard to do. It sounded – I was against you until I'm looking at this.
1: Is it Bryce Harper? Is that your maybe, the one guy who's got
5: Harper,
2: sure.
1: about 1,300 hits and about 5,500 at-bats? Is that your one guy?
3: Cause I got Trout, Machado as yeses.
5: No Altuve
3: way. a maybe. no A Harper a maybe.
1: I'd
2: say if anybody would do it, it would be Harper.
1: Because he plays. He's the one. Who, Mike Trout, he just don't play. He just yeah. hurt. Every day he's hurt. Yeah. He's 30 years old and hurt. I'm telling you, boys. Because... That Bryce Harper, or maybe if you want to start having a conversation about some weird guys like Jose Abreu, if you want to have a conversation about like Starling Marte or Xander Bogarts, they got a bunch of hits and a few number of the bats.
3: If instead of Trout, Machado, Harper, like the guys who have been around for almost a decade, who yeah. are studs,
2: I think we got to look at the trajectories of like the young guys, the super young people. Yeah, because I think so, I think the guys While we're looking Soto. at, they're they're not going to get there. They have to be the younger people. Juan Soto, I think, is so,
1: most yeah.
3: likely. But he gets to walked too much. That poor guy.
1: One well, and, and when he swings, he tries to hit six-run home runs all the
3: time. <laughs> yeah, and he fun to watch. <laughs> like... Hey, loyal listener, friend of the show. If you've never seen Juan Soto taking yeah. a bat, watch Juan Soto taking it bat. It's must-see TV every single time. Very sexual. <laughs> a lot of fun, a lot of skipping, a lot of dancing, a lot of stare-downs, a lot of two-stepping, a lot of crotch-grabbing, mm-hmm. and a, a, I don't know how else to say this, a lot of butt stuff. A lot of butt stuff.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh, it's there's, there's a fluidity to it. Uh, outside chance looking in, Nick
3: Castellanos. That's a hard maybe. Mm. He's going to be a bat for hire for a long time. And
1: he's only 30. And he's got 1,200 career hits. I'm, I'm telling still you boys, saying no. Yeah, I'm say, short. I'm saying no to everyone. We will never see a 3000 hitter again, period. End of baseball conversation. You
3: boy sad about that? Well, I still think there's going to be a bunch of them.
2: The guys that are the well, there's, there's only what? 30, 30 plus people. 33, that, I think. Yeah. So it's not it's not far fetched to say we're not going to see this for a long time.
1: The best guys in the game right now just don't get hits. Well, they don't get as many hits. Your favorite player of all time, currently 99th in hit leader, Alex Bregman, doesn't have 700 career hits. Like, that's that's the thing that Corey Seager don't have 800 career hits. Mm.
3: It's just not. Alex, Alex Bregman's been hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Alex Bregman is still very young. Friend of the show, Billy Hamilton,
1: 700 career hits. Wow. He played forever. And he can hit it six feet away and make it to first.
3: Correct. Don't shift on him. He's bunting into it. I
1: mean, I'm pulling
3: for you out of your Molina, but. Nah. No. No. <laughs> no. This is last year. No. Yeah, he's
2: done. You yeah, get 890 hits this year. <laughs> 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 yeah. Just bring back the PEDs, man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the, the, card- the, the Tony Gwynn type, the Ichido type, baseball has went away from that guy. Yeah, Ichido is like the last one. There's no more contact, three thirty, three fifty guys. It's crazy because you have guys who look like that, mm-hmm. but they play like Altuve. Shouldn't sure, they still pop them out? Yeah, yeah, pop them out the park. Mm-hmm.
1: You know? Hey, listen to this statistic. Let me make sure I got it right. Okay, so Albert Pujols has three thousand. 000- 308 career hits,
5: okay?
1: Okay. Yadier Molina has 2,116 career hits, okay? Paul Goldschmidt has 1,585 career hits. Between those three guys, there's over 7,000 hits on the St. Louis Cardinals right now. That's
3: crazy. Just three dudes.
1: Just those three dudes. What? The Angels are like that, too, because the Angels, who have Justin Upton... And Mike Trout, right. and Kurt, Kazoo, Z, Kurt Suzuki, mm-hmm. like they're over six thousand.
3: No, I guess not. They're over four thousand, though. If you if you would have described the statistics of Kurt Suzuki, I never would have guessed him. I didn't know that he's been that successful for that long. I thought he's been more of a backup guy. But those are like a decades of starter numbers. That's impressive. Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't know Kurt Suzuki was that much of a, a compiler.
1: NFL Draft and Wonderlick talk when we get back. Let's just fill out the hour with it. Some other cool stuff going outside of baseball, which obviously we're obsessed about. Tyson Fury has some stuff. WWE had a big anniversary. It's actually today. So we'll talk about that. And then watch out 6 o'clock hour because I'm about to lose my stuff on kid athletes. You're listening to Two Men On Live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio powered by New Mexico Penny on Coffee. We play every single day of our week. At the YMCA Central Glasgow. And thank you to I9 for being a proud supporter. It's Tubman on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal.
0: Before you know it, the New Mexico heat will be upon us. Call Anderson Air Corps today to schedule maintenance or repair of your HVAC system. HVAC is all we do. Put our expertise to work for you. Visit AndersonAirCorps.com to learn more. This
3: report brought to you by Anderson Air Corps Heating and Cooling.
0: Well, traffic right now, that crashed southbound on I-25 and cold. That has been cleared. Traffic getting back up to speed in that area. I uh, do have a couple of other slow spots, though, to make you aware of. Southbound I-25 between Osuna and Montgomery. That's moving a bit slow and starting to see slowdowns now. Paseo westbound as you approach the river. If you see an accident, call the traffic tracker hotline at 767-9167. Brought to you by American Home Furniture and Mattress. Shop in store or online at AmericanHome.com. They guarantee you'll pay less. I'm Michael Carlisle from the 96.3 News Radio KKOB Traffic Center. E Sports Animal and JPR Decorative Gravel present the Rock and Brew Book Drive. Help us put books in the hands of kids Kids for summer. summer. And you can save some cash at your favorite breweries, too. Bring new or gently used children's books to participating breweries, and you'll receive a buck off each beer you buy that day. Breweries like Sidetrack Brewing or either Quarter Celtic Brew Pub. Plus lots more. Save a buck off a beer and help our community at the same time. Get the full list of drop-off locations online now at sportsanimalabq.com would you like to win a brand new home in vista entrada in rio rancho and help save a child's life well you can do both right now go to this station's website and get your 100 ticket for the saint jude dream home giveaway good luck Father Time and Mother Nature are the only two who have ever gone undefeated. That is fact. So what does that mean for you guys? That means as you get older, there are some very natural things that you may experience. Things like being tired too often, hair loss, weight gain, even erectile dysfunction. But now there's a way to fight back. It's Jeff Zambietta, and NewMail has been helping men take care of these things for years with industry-leading testosterone replacement. Men feel better. They perform better. Essentially, men can battle these things that Mother Nature and Father Time throw at you by calling five. Five six five two sixteen eighty eight, or visiting Newmail. That's n u m a l e dot com. Newmail is local, right here in Albuquerque. They're convenient, comfortable, and most importantly, they produce results. Guys, men all over the country are benefiting from Newmail's treatment. You don't have to succumb to these natural inconveniences. Call Newmail and take care of it, gentlemen. It can happen. Feel like you again. Do this for you. Make the call. or visit newmail.com and feel better. I'm attorney Kevin Rowe. We see it every day. People hurt in car wrecks being misled by the insurance companies in order to minimize the amount of money they have to pay. When the insurance company tells you you don't need an attorney, that's when you know you need an attorney. Want a fair settlement? Don't attempt to deal with the insurance company on your own. Call Lerner and Rowe Injury
3: Attorneys today at 544-4444. We'll fight hard to get you all the money you deserve and keep you out of the courtroom. Can get your more Call 544-4444 Insurance Research Council, July 2014
0: Sponsored by Progressive Insurance Progressive can help you protect your home, auto, boat, motorcycle, ATV, RV, and more And if something wasn't mentioned that you had in mind Find out if it can be covered at Progressive.com Or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE Because it probably can be Anywhere fans go to cheer on their team There are behind the scenes MVPs Ensuring everything is game day ready We see you Joe Fixing seats so every fan can enjoy every game and Allie, who keeps her stadium running smoothly from the moment the first game starts to the last play of the season. At Granger, you're our MVPs, and we're always here for you. With supplies and solutions for every industry and 24-7 customer support. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by Granger For the ones who get it done. Spring means getting stuff done like cutting, shoveling, and planting. Looks like you're in for a busy weekend. Better grab a 5-Hour Energy with vitamins, caffeine, and nutrients. It will help you cut those chores and those weeds down to size. 5-Hour Energy tastes great, and it works fast. So grab that shovel, power up that mower, and turn on the sprinkler. It's time to make your yard the envy of the neighborhood. 5-Hour Energy, for every weekend to-do list. For more information, visit fivehourenergy.com.
6: The National Education Association of New Mexico, a union of teachers and school staff, believes every child deserves to learn at a school that inspires their imagination, cultivates their curiosity, and ensures a fulfilling life. Public schools should provide all our students with small class sizes and one-on-one attention. NEA New Mexico asks you to join us so together we can end the teacher and staff shortage and invest in our public education system once and for all. Sponsored by NEA New Mexico.
0: New, New Mexico Sports, Sports Authority. Authority. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The yeah. Sports Animal.
1: So Thursday night is the NFL draft. Smart move from the ice topes putting that baseball game during the day. So yesterday, over the weekend? So over the weekend, I'm talking to N- Ned James, friend of the show, Ned James. Sure. I'm like, Ned, let's let's catch a game this week, guy. Whatever, you know, we got some time. Let's be boys. Okay. I'm like, well, let's, what do you want to do Thursday? He's like, oh, got to watch the draft. I'm like, people, like, legit watch that?
3: Yes. People tailgate. People <laughs> go to bars. Like, it's a big deal. Yeah. Is it, like, a big deal? How have you not noticed?
1: Yeah, just don't watch it.
3: Uh, I don't know if you know. Yeah, tell me all about it. How much the NFL pushes the meter on everything they do? It's a big time party. Maybe Ten thousand people yeah. show up to off-season workouts. Yep. The Cowboys have a separate stadium to
2: watch practice in. Like it's a huge deal. I think the draft there, it recently has become a huge deal. Now that it's been rotating around, yep, going yeah. to different cities, you
1: can bet on it now. I don't know if you boys saw that
2: what how
1: just like that like uh yeah here's what i think bet like and then they i think they do live betting for it now too it's like a whole crazy thing yeah so once a guy goes you can then bet like five picks ahead or something i don't really know exactly what i'm saying but you know what i'm saying that's when it matters when you put money on it
3: yeah you could do prop bets for the nfl draft as far forward as a year Like, the second the draft is over, they'll be taking prop bets on number one pick, Mm -hmm. first round pits, et cetera, et cetera, for the next draft
2: class. All right. See, that's overkill to me.
3: Or or is it
2: overkill betting live? Like, oh, man. Oh, yeah. yeah, Hutchinson's
3: going one. Oh, no, it was Watson. Better put (laughs) all my money on Hudson going two. Recoup my bet. Yeah. Double down.
1: Is there anything in, like, hey, because I'm going to sit here and tell everyone that's a friend of this show. I don't scout. I don't break dudes down. I'm not good at that. Here's a list of things I'm good at. Mario Kart, making ramen. I'm not good at this. If you were to ask me to be like, Fred, break down the draft, I'd be like, are you asking me to waste my time? Because that's what it would be. So as I read all these reports, they're all saying everyone's the same it doesn't matter who goes where. That's all I'm seeing about the draft.
3: It's not top heavy. No. the It's just as likely, what do you think, the first 20-ish picks? are all kind of the same caliber player, and it doesn't really have a drop-off. It's just preference this year. How can that be true? But there's not like a consensus overall number one. Like, there's like ten guys. Yeah. There's like ten guys
2: that can go number one. I think this is the draft where people go after what they need instead of skipping what they need and getting the best person that's available. That's You said that so perfectly. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think that's exactly what's going on.
1: The best person who's available is the wide receiver out of Alabama. 100%.
2: You've said that before. You keep saying that. Yeah.
3: You don't think he is? Huh? I don't even think he's the best wide receiver.
1: Oh, because he he tore one ACL in one national championship game, which, by the way, players should not play in bowl games. I'll go down that road forever.
2: Hey, first round what? draft picks. Wait, who are you? I'm a fan. I don't, they better play. A fan of what? Of I, watching them play in the bowl game. Blowing their careers. Hey, I don't get none of the money. I want to see them play. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> And it's, but
1: it's a different game now with NIL because this Jamison Williams kid, yeah. if he'd have stayed at Alabama, still mm-hmm. would have been getting millions. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who's that Kentucky guard that just stayed?
2: Didn't declare for the oh, yeah, draft? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like – Oh, it's North Carolina. North Carolina. They have four yeah, starters coming back. All of them are coming back. So you <laughs> know
3: they're getting
1: paid. Used to be, you, know that, you know that thing you used to do with a puppy? where it's like you put a treat in one hand and you yeah. put nothing in the other hand, and then you close your hands and the puppy picks the one with the treat. That's what it used to be for college athlete. Yeah. Because you could keep playing for empty
2: palm hand or you could play for lots of treat hands, which is professional. I think basketball is a little different, though. Basketball, these guys are understanding, hey, the best players are coming from overseas. You got to stay in college as long as possible. God, that hurts my heart. Though. That's the truth. It's the truth.
3: Giannis, Luka, Jokic, Mm -hmm. Embiid. Yeah.
2: Every every name you say out loud until you get down to Steph. I'm about to say the last, (laughs) including this year, all of them, all the MVPs are from not here.
1: Well, moving forward, the MVP for the next five or six years in the NBA, obviously Jason Tatum. And he is from (laughs) the heart of this great country, the gateway to the West, the gateway to the best. St. Louis,
3: Missouri. And that's Jason Tatum. The gateway leaving the Middle East. That's again <laughs> a lot of confusion there. I've seen a map. I know where that is. Number it's in the one, Middle East.
1: Number 1, Jameson Williams, number 2, Drake London. I think Drake London is like obviously will you like he catches the knee, he's in trouble. He's
3: easily the best Drake in the draft. Ouch. No in the world. Ouch. Okay, yeah, it was a little
1: bigger there. That cut
3: deep. <laughs> but Drake London... Oh, right? wait, I forgot about Drake and Josh, that Disney show. <laughs> also better than Drake the Rapper.
1: I think Drake was on that, He was, but he was in a wheelchair.
3: Oh, uh, that's a different show. Uh, yeah, a different show. Uh, that one had a weird name. Degrassi. Ah, Degrassi. Neil Degrassi Tyson. That's What? <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> Tune in to Zane Gelb tonight at 7 p.m. after this program goes off the air. The Drake London kid snaps his ankle halfway through the season at USC. So the two best players are super injury prone. So you have to get out of the first round. There's no reason to even draft a single player in the first round.
3: They're going to replace these guys' body parts like robots soon. Like It's just going to be like cyborgs and Terminators playing football in a few years anyways. So might as well draft the injured guy if that's your guy. I have a
2: question. Mm-hmm. We made a big deal well, when I say we, I mean the media made a big deal out of Pittsburgh's quarterback's hands, a big deal out of small hands, right? So he comes up. The wonder league scores wasn't all that. Uh, Nobody really wants to talk about it, though.
1: Yeah, that's kind of off the record now wonder Wunderlich. It ain't no official thing no more. Now it's just teams do it by choice and whatever. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Because cause you would get dumb players. Like, Daryl Revis was an
2: idiot. Yeah. I, I don't care. Right. Like can you it. can you read a defense? Can you yeah, I don't that's, that's care. All you, that's all you gotta read. I don't need for you to read Shakespeare. I don't need any of that. Half of them can't even spell Wunderlich. Like for real. Oh, I I spelled it wrong the first time I I put a K on it. I still don't know how. I don't know if it's a U or a A after the W. You think it's German? I don't think it's a H. W- Wunderlich. Wunder- Wunderlich Wunder- Wunderlich. With the two dots over the H or whatever? I don't know. The highest-scoring
1: wide receiver of all time on the Wonderlic is Kevin Curtis, and he took it when he was 34 and he just left BYU.
2: Because his name is Kevin Curtis. Two first names. Come on, man. He's been on this earth before. (laughs) (laughs)
5: That's very good.
2: (laughs) Only three wide receivers have ever scored over 40, and the max is 50. Okay. I see where you're going with this because you like the wide receiver as the best athlete and number one pick in the draft every year. The only athlete that matters. There we go. Eric Decker, who was garbage, except. No, there's no except. (laughs) What's not that great?
1: I mean, off the field. I mean, he's. Oh, yeah. He's the man. Oh, come on. Touchdowns off the field.
2: My guy. He was in Denver for a while, so you know he was killing it. His lady is
1: super hot, super country star. Get weird Decker. And then, arguably the greatest wide receiver of all time, Calvin Johnson scored a 41. So, is there a cor- correlation of being really good at football and scoring high on the Wonderlook at the wide receiver position? If
2: the top three are Curtis, Decker, and Johnson, I'd say probably not. Have you heard Antonio Brown talk? <laughs> hey. Let's get him on the
3: Wonderlic. <laughs> before and after that <laughs> perfect hit, I'd like to see his original Wonderlic score and what it is now. It's very similar, trust me. The,
1: <laughs> the only perfect Wonderlic score for a wide receiver. No, never mind. I guess it's not perfect. No, I was about to say.
2: I think I read that somewhere, but it was a quarterback. It better be Peyton Manning. Oh, that head. He should know everything. They okay. made him take it twice. So a
1: 49 out of 50, which is almost perfect. Okay. Riley Cooper.
0: No. No, it's not true. We get back- <laughs> uh, I, I was about to quit. I was about
2: to walk away from everything right now. <laughs> More
1: NFL talk whenever we get back. You're listening to Two Men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. <laughs> the Sports Animal. Talking NFL. You brought that wonderlick score thing We you're looking at it a little bit. Yeah. Do you want – did you guys take the ACT – did you take, like, any of those things, SAT or anything? I took ACT. I did. I I took the ACT.
2: I don't remember my score, though. That means it was good. uh uh-huh. ACT. Do. No, that means I went to the military. Oh, same. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually, I took it after the fact where I didn't need to take it.
1: Hey, you know what? We never say to you enough on the show. What's up? Thank you for your
2: service. Hey. I don't okay. know how to take that. I'm not one of those guys. What, what is you that? know something okay you have guys who serve the military and yeah. they look at you for you to say that to them yes you ever seen those guys who are like okay when are you gonna tell me when are you gonna tell Someone me I went at the barbershop shop this morning yeah i'm not I'm not that guy no hmm. walked in in like
1: full camouflage clothes and yeah I was like at the
2: shop. Please. Oh, yeah, that's big. Yeah, we're going to wind up. When you do that, you want all the respect. All of it. Everyone, you want a free haircut, you want free food. Give me a pocket
3: uh, comb.
2: That's
3: all things. things, Yeah. Servicemen or not, I don't get full camo and public guy. What are you hiding from?
2: <laughs> what are you hiding from? I agree with that. There's this. only one, well, uh, there's. I'm not going to say one. There's maybe three or four cities in America. Where I understand that happens. Both this Campbell? is this is not one of them.
1: Now you saying in cities or regions? Cities. So I don't know, dog. Because if it, cities wh- where I grew up in the middle of the Midwest, Michael, you grew up in Wisconsin, where we grew up, they would like take days off of school so you could go hunting.
5: Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: That is like because what? Hey, and I don't know, if kids show up, you don't get your funding for the day from the state. Blah blah blah. They just cancel school that day. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. So like that, I would see regularly. You would be like. Oh, pumping gas, or you're on your way to yeah the hunt. Mm-hmm. Yes, correct.
2: Not on your way to the cut. The barber. Only time you would see that is if there was a recruiter in your town or your city, and that's what he did. That's Ooh, what he, yeah. He wore. Th- well, no, no, because I did recruiting. We didn't wear cam- camo. No, we didn't wear cami. What'd you wear? Blue jeans look cool. No, no, we did. We did dress blues. The best uniform in the military. Marine Corps. Amen to that. Marine Corps. You wore the blue pants. You wore the, the, the tan button-up, white hat. So yeah. how
1: come when you go out now, you wear like Brett Michaels jeans and stuff? Why is that your look?
2: Because. <laughs> Have you seen my roster? <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, not just like military camouflage. That's not what yeah. i was talking about. Like, kind of, anyone who wears their uniform outside of work is kind of weird to me. Like, and I don't just mean like servicemen or whatever. I mean like,
2: subway employee. I mean like, what are you doing? Like we, well, change. Well, see, that's different because maybe they just got off work. They had to make a stop or something like that. But yeah, I I know what you mean.
1: I was always change a clothes guy after work. Yeah, me too. I'm leaving Target. I'm not about to walk out in a red shirt and khakis
2: to go to Subway. To
1: go to Subway. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, on your lunch break, that's the one. That's where you're cool.
3: Yeah, that's fine. During the day on the lunch break.
2: Man, I still don't get out the car, though. <clears throat> drive through on drive
3: through. <laughs> yep. Can't argue with that. It's easy for me because I dress like my work outfit is I just dress like Ray Donovan every day. So I could wear that anywhere. <laughs> so you have <laughs> the, that.
1: He's got that. He's um, spot on. Chance the Rapper hat?
3: Well, I just came from the golf course, so oh, yeah.
1: Benjamin Watson scored a 48 on the Wonderlake. He was a tight end. No other tight end has ever scored over four. I
3: wouldn't have guessed that,
2: because of his face. <laughs> <laughs> Saying he looked dumb. Yes. That's know. messed up, man. Have yeah. you ever heard him talk, though? That's
1: pretty messed up. No, if he's, you, a, if, he's a genius. If you
2: hear him talk, you know he's a yeah, legit he's up genius. There. Hey, is he a legit genius? Yeah, he, I've heard him talk before. He's, he's up there. But the face, yeah, I feel you with that. Like quit making the dumb it, face. It kind of looks like a quit um, the you dumb know how they make the black people on the Simpsons? He looks just like that. Okay. All right. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong.
1: Carl Black Lenny White. Got it. <laughs> also, to be fair, mm, to be fair. Oh. He went to the to University he went to the University of Georgia. They're not exactly putting out Rhodes scholars down at the University of Georgia. No. So
3: I Shout out to Herschel Walker. <laughs> well, they don't they don't grade. <laughs> oh man. Oh, his poor brain. It's not like just because he went to Georgia, they're going to grade his wonderlick on a curve.
5: Mm. Yeah. It's
3: the same test. Yeah.
1: I'm just saying. I'm just saying.
3: Highest uh, scoring running
1: back ever. Are you ready? Zach Zinner. No clue. No clue. Two Zs? What? You guys ever heard of this cat? Zach Zinner? No. So, Zach Zinner went to... South Dakota State University, so you should know about him, man, because you're a huge mark for that crappy college I am. football player. Anything that comes out of there. Zach Zinner played for the Lions allegedly, so there you go. And then I'll need help with this one. Dare <laughs> Ogunbowale? I've never heard of
3: this cat. No clue. Is that the guy that want to beat me up at the Super Bowl? Is that the same guy? <laughs> no way he tests high on wonderlook so that didn't
1: make the air here and i don't know what people know about that <laughs> oh man oh uh, he played at michael school university of wisconsin um yeah, yeah, I,
2: I, I felt uncomfortable for you that day
1: currently plays for the jaguars who was that cat i don't remember his name
3: i i forgot his name on purpose
1: i have the Arle- so michael this is this is not going to be the best story ever for radio but we interviewed some football player and like he would not he would not unlock his death eyes from you,
2: dude. You got to oh. give a little backstory. So he got in trouble because he he had a history of trouble. Yeah, the h- football
1: player. Yeah, history football player. The
2: he he. It was some things that he did on Monday Night Football. I don't remember which one, but he I got, don't remember who it was. I, out. Out. I know his face, but I just don't know his name. But it was kind of like they were doing a, hey, we want him to get back into the league. I'm a free agent. Uh, you know, here's my. You know, my, my my tour of I'm yeah. doing well, you know, look at my image. I'm squeaky clean now. That wasn't the interview they need to show everyone. No. If that was the, the goal, that interview, Mike, was not the one they need to show people because it was very apparent he did not like Van at all. And And to my defense, I really didn't do anything to piss the guy off.
3: But I did look exactly like the guy that he attacked Just, during the middle no. of the game and got kicked out of. Yeah,
2: because we looked it up.
3: Just like <laughs> When he left, we looked it up. <laughs> I looked exactly like him, but he had obviously had like a hundred more pounds of muscle what on him. was that
1: cat's name?
3: Well we yeah, can't we're... out him right now on the show. We didn't air it. Yeah, we didn't air
2: it because it was it was bad. Yeah.
1: Gosh, I wish I knew who it was. Now, I All I
2: know is when Van would ask a question, he turned his whole body to where the peripheral was just Van, he'd be like, "Yeah, <laughs> no, no answer, no answer whatsoever." Yeah, and not even a no, but a nah. And he would give like two or three word answers,
3: and it was the answer to a question that I didn't you even didn't ask. ask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And like, also, we interviewed LeGarrette Blount, who scored a sixteen on his Wonderlick And every time Van would ask a question, Le- LeGarrette Blount would be like, "I know you smoke weed." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right, we ready to go?
3: We're doing those interviews. And to be fair, to be fair, and to be fair, I straight up told him that I did. Yeah, was well, there's, yeah. there's also that. Yeah, there was. I right- was like, "Hey, man, like, you getting caught like blazing before the game? Like, that's just a hardcore power move right there. Like, you don't care about the rules so much, you'll do it. Like, just in open air."
1: Also, I like how you were like not cool enough with the Garrett Blunt to like really vice signal that you smoke weed. So you're like, hey, I'm just going to come flat out and tell you. I'm just like a real big fan of you because I also smoke weed. Hey,
3: again, back to the Ray Donovan costume. I dress ag- aggressively
2: Anglo when I'm at these kind of functions. You said he so, – There's like, oh, they, no way that dude smokes weed. So you said he scored a 17 on his one. 16. 16. That makes sense why he didn't answer my question. Okay. Remember I asked him, I was like, who's the guy you had to bring your lunch with oh, when right, you're, you're right, running right. up the tackles? He, he was. He didn't want to say – he didn't want to say. Not, not Javon Curse. No. 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 Right by him. He's too light. Skirt. This Saturday
1: night, the boys are doing a little bit of an open night. It's a soft open for a Fusion Comedy Cellar. We're going to have a lot of fun with it as Robert Buck D. Gibson hosts five close friends of the show including Jess Wood, A.J. Matthews, Jared Olstrom who's very funny, Carla Vasquez, and uh, my personal favorite comedian in town that's not Robert Gibson trips to Nikki, and we're going to have a lot of fun with that. Doors at 6, show at 7, free at the door for friends of the show, and that is you if you're listening to us. So come hang out with us on Saturday night. Um, really, it's just going to be us saying thank you a lot for yeah. being part of this journey. We're just going to laugh a lot. We're going to pay some people to tell you jokes. Check out the Fusion Theater. It's 2 Men On, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Okay, Robert, do you professionally have any blood feuds? Actually, I have two. You do? And two. we don't say no names.
2: I almost said them, but yeah, I have two.
1: <laughs> I I have two current blood feuds professionally. Okay. One of those is retired. And I am the victor. Mm. The other one is ongoing, but I am well on my way to being the victor.
2: Yeah, I am the clear victor of my two. Okay. Yeah.
1: Van, yours.
2: Well, see, he, I don't man. even have one.
1: Is with Indianapolis Colts defensive end Al-Quddin Muhammad. It yeah. is
3: now, I guess. Who
1: we had concern yeah. was going to end your life at the Super Bowl. With his bare hands.
3: With his bare hands. He's the size and shape that could do that with his bare hands. Yeah. He hated me for no reason whatsoever. Your face, you have one of those Just faces. Whatever about my face, my attire, my voice. Yeah. My deep loving stare into his beautiful brown eyes. One of those things really set him off and he hated me. Yeah, you and he's like the only person in like recent memory that I knew like immediately
2: hated me. He would lean in Except when you would, would talk. talk. And interlock his fingers together and be like, so what kind of dumb question are you going to ask now? Yeah. That's that's really what he was doing. He he wouldn't answer my questions because his brain was occupied in all the
3: ways that he wanted to physically assault <laughs> me. He had no no brain space to answer the questions when he was looking at me.
1: Currently an active Chicago bear. Ow.
3: Oh gosh! Oh, did you hear that, Vital? Oh, oh. look at that! I'm, of course, he's a bear, Vital.
1: And then, so the thing, is, and I, I really do wonder because, first of all, you're not as quiet as you think you are. I'm just gonna be real transparent with okay. that. You don't have a whisper voice. So when Al Qaeda Muhammad, tell Ma- that
3: to my neighbors,
1: Muhammad, who we did not air the interview, we 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 it canned it. it. We was, got it. Yeah, but. You must have been mentioning when during college, during his time at Miami as a freshman, he played in five games, making six tackle six tackles and two sacks. And you would have been like, "Oh, good, good, that's nice. They they know I am." And then you went on to mention how he was handed a season-long suspension for an altercation involving a former roommate after Miami spring game,
2: you, and he missed the 2014 and 15 season. You did bring that up. I did
3: not.
2: I, <laughs> no, I did not. Somebody did, I or did didn't. we say we're not going to talk about that? I know. Uh, who brought that up?
1: And then it wasn't me. He was suspended from the program because um, car dealerships in Miami were giving him luxury cars. There we go. And Van was like, I remember when you were like, so what do you- uh, None of this happened. You were like, Lambo- did they
2: have rims on them, or did they come with systems? Did they tint the
3: windows? I remember when you said that, and I thought, that's not a very good- Well, I I do remember us joking off air about me asking those questions, (laughs) but there's no way I asked that in real life. It was weird when you were like, which Fast
1: and the Furious is your favorite, the one you started? Moon, oh, and we were like, man. that's he didn't star in them.
2: No, I think I think it was the whole I'm D'Angelo Brown's cousin. You remember the guy you beat up? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that played for the Titans. <laughs> you look exactly like me.
1: Why'd you keep calling him Debo? I thought that was weird. <laughs> I was like, that's a weird energy to bring to this.
2: Again, man. none you, of this happened. You know what? I feel bad now because I was thoroughly enjoying it. <laughs> I was. Because I, I knew it. it. I was like, I don't know what's going on here, but this, is, this feels like a, a Jim Everett, uh, Jim Rome moment about to happen. It, <laughs> it would not have been as fun as the
3: Everett Rome moment no. because of the difference in physicality between me and that other human being. You would not yeah. have survived. No. no.
1: On the week 10 of the 2020 season against the Tennessee Titans on Thursday night football.
2: Thursday night. We kept saying Monday night.
1: Muhammad was ejected from the game after punching offensive tackle Ty Sambrelio in the head. So, were you wearing a Sambrelio jersey? Is that what it was?
2: <laughs> look look up Google.
3: I images. remember we looked this Ty guy up. Ty And he
2: looks just like Van.
3: It is my face with 100 pounds of muscle. It is creepy.
1: Oh, that is weird. Michael, would if there would have been a throwdown at the Super Bowl, would you have had man's back? Why not? You'd have been alone.
2: Why not? Yeah. <laughs> why not? Because you didn't see him. That's why not. Two men on <laughs> live I'm from the John, John
1: Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Opinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we started our days at the YMCA in Central New Mexico. It's 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. This Saturday night, come hang out with your boys. We're doing the soft opening for Fusion Comedy Club, the intersection of First and Lomas.
3: I'm excited for this one. It's
1: going to be good. Doors open at 6. Show starts at 7. Hang out with your boys until they run us off. 7.08 First Street, Northwest.
3: And it's like your, your chance to get your first dose of Fusion Theater. It's your first. It's your chance to get your first taste of the comedy lineups that we got coming. It's going to be very good. You get to do
2: it for free. Yeah. Do it for free. And I love it Justice that. Just once, though. I love it that it's on a weekend. The way it should be. That's been the biggest complaint. You know, nobody wants to do this at the middle of the week. No. Sat- on a Saturday, we can get loose. Well, Have
1: we've talked. Hey, Saturday's for the boys. Fridays. Well, Friday's for the girls. That's when you hang out with your lady on Friday. Also, bring your lady on Saturday. Shoot, we don't yeah. care. Michael, you said we're waiting. What? Who's with us, Michael. Mailman, let's see what he's doing on Saturday night. Mailman, welcome to the program.
7: Man, what it is? Bro. I just ignore these other two dogs that you was with. You was hanging with some suckers, man. They was about to let you get smoked.
3: <laughs> oh, dude, they're so Kevin Durant soft. You have no idea, mailman.
7: Dude, I got your back. I'm on my but own see, out I, here, I, me and I, you. I, no, I'd have been. I'd. I'd, I'd have went to <laughs> California and had your back. I'd have found that sucker. <laughs> but anyway,
3: well, we, we, man, we know where I he is now.
7: And see, they dogged me for watching Drumline. I remember one, <laughs> up- <laughs> dog dogged me for watching Drumline. Yeah, man, uh, horrible. I, I think Van. I think you said you saw it. Yeah, I saw it when it came out. Okay, so check this out. You remember when Devin and they was on they was on the fifty yard line? They was banging them drums. You remember that part? And Devin of the drum started line? drumming on that other dude's drums. <laughs> you remember that and part? And all of a sudden, that that's dude just a big fight broke out at the fifty yard line. Drum lines just going at it. They just out there. You remember that? Mo- there is no way remember-
3: on the planet. that's still in my brain.
7: You mean right. Well, Whenever. anyway, they throwing <laughs> bows out there. They getting down. They throwing on the 50-yard line. You got the drum majors. You got the, the, the coaches. You got the ADs. You got everybody running out there trying to separate these cats, right? And so, remember, Devin lost his girlfriend after that because he was mm. all embarrassed. Went mm. stand up for him. And, and remember, he walked over to his boy. He said, thank you, bros. I saw you out there throwing mad bows. Said, we were not throwing for your dumb ass. They said, we were throwing for A&T. So these boys wasn't even going to throw for the sports animal. They were going to let you get beat down. You, you, Wait a minute. Hold like, on. They could have acted Hold like, like they on. never man. had your baggage. We man. weren't throwing for you, babe. We man. We were throwing for the sports animal. Man. Wow, man. they just let everybody hang. You referenced <laughs> a band fight?
5: From
2: 21 years From, ago. Yeah. Uh. Bruh. <laughs> With Nick Cannon? Oh, that's the softest thing I've ever heard in my life. He was like, he's like, what? and what he did was he took asparagus and he drummed right on my drum. That's softer than the cotton and baby Tylenol,
5: bro. <laughs> Man, but
7: I'm, but I'm, my, my main point is these boys are supposed to have your back. You on a road trip with them, I don't care if Debo didn't show up and he was looking cross-eyed. They, when he's stand up, all y'all folks are
3: stand up. Well, yeah, now, I know Ice Robert Cube didn't have any help for, against Debo either. Just, <laughs> exactly.
7: Robert might have ran the dial 911, and he was like, I had you, dog. I had you. But anyway.
1: Well, and Robert was doing his best and Lindell impersonation, just being as soft as my pillow, because Van. Nice reference. That was good. You. That was good. I got you. Because whenever, whenever it was going down, like, I'm not going to – because Robert was between – yeah. Muhammad and Van. Like, you were the buffer. Did you stand
2: up, Robert? Did you stand up? No, I moved my chair back so we can get through. <laughs> <to the other laughs> <of the> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh,
7: the van, next road trip, I guess I got to double as your driver and as security, man. I ain't letting it go down like that. I got to have I somebody with me. I'm like out here that. on my own. <laughs> you know, I ain't, I ain't letting it go down like that, dog. I mean, we might we might get into a fight, uh, actual fight between ourselves when we get backstage. I wouldn't throw it for you, man. I was well, throwing for the sports animal.
1: Luckily for you, <laughs> man. Van is he can be molded because he's soft like dough. Mm-hmm. Because Van is so 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 insanely soft, like like moose on a souffle. I'm skinny but I'm wiry. <laughs> I mean, Dang,
7: Van, Dang, Van, you ain't got to take that, dog. You ain't got to take that. Just get one of the bowl right now. Hey, you ain't got to take that. All right, we got to cut
1: you loose, mailman, so you can Google <laughs> who this Muhammad Cat was, yeah. just to know how wrong you are. Yeah. <laughs> this hey, Muhammad I Cat goes. He. Oh gosh, <laughs> <laughs> mailman. Thank you. This this Al Qaeda Muhammad Cat. He doubled as like he was he was literally the stunt double for Predator. Like this dude was gigantic. When
3: you say the word literally. Yeah. Okay figuratively figuratively the
1: stunt double for predator
3: like he was (laughs) this dude was no joke six three two fifty duh and not like 27 which makes him 13 years younger than me and made out of intimidation yeah you could put the odds on me to win that fight at whatever number you want and no one's betting it Nah, someone's gonna big. Ten thousand to one that Somebody's
1: I, I'm gonna, gonna win, win that thing. You had yeah. a Dylan White's
3: chance.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tyson Fury, who Van has said publicly is his man crush Monday, beat the crap out of Dylan White. It was not fair. He said he was going to too. He said, I'm gonna beat him up and before he hits the mat, I'm gonna go get a drink. <laughs> like
2: what? Tyson Fury's all right for now. What are you doing? You know what I'm doing. No, you're wrong. Yeah, he's he's undefeated. Yeah, for I'm talking about the guys that he has to fight against. It's one of those error things. Like he's he's fighting nobody. Well, maybe he's just that much better than everybody. Yeah, he is. It's both actually. He's yeah. he's very good at what he does, but he's fighting some pretty lame guys.
3: Listen to me aggressively defending the only white heavyweight boxer right now. <laughs> <laughs> His –
1: how do I just say this without sounding super weird? His approach to boxing as far as, like, preparation via, like, training?
5: Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm
2: saying. It's not there. He couldn't get away with this any other time in history of boxing. He's just that good. His boxing brain is better than his physical
3: skills. And he is huge and talented. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know me, I root for any athlete, like an every any elite athlete that does not look like an athlete whatsoever, that's my guy. Yeah. Yeah. You've said that more than one time. Yeah. David Wells, Bartolo Colon, yeah. Tyson Fury. Mm-hmm. These are my guys. Scalabrini. Yes, Scalabrini. Yeah, you are that guy. Here I go, naming white people. <laughs> <laughs> I well, I, I it. It. Yeah. I was I, white. I snuck a Bartolo. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's the prototype right there, Bartolo.
1: He's on the spectrum,
3: though. The... The thing with Tyson
1: Fury is every time he beats someone up and it's happened just today with Dylan White they say uh he's throwing illegal punches every time
2: sure mm-hmm.
1: it's like he can't get away from this like idea
2: that, that, that he, his gloves are loaded all, all
1: there's stuff. always something
3: yeah,
2: yeah.
1: cuz look at him
2: yeah
3: that I, dude should not beat me up that's why because look at it. Yeah, how
1: about you look at Paris Fury? How about you look at that? Because he looks look. like he
3: works at like Home Depot, but they won't let him be full time because he's like really bad at his job. Only allowed to stock. Yeah, yeah, like can't be seen around the customers. He can't get out of the stalker test. He just he's stuck there forever.
1: But it's not. They won't give him the stalker test. They give him the forklift test, so he has to stay just only driving the forklift. Like you're in the back guy.
3: That's very very liberal. of you think that he could pass Beep. a forklift test,
1: Beep. he doesn't put out the safety uh fence every time he's like <laughs> he's like I ain't worried about it. Like Tyson, there are
3: rules here. He forgets his like orange vest one day and it's just like a a sleeveless jean jacket. And it, like, this is the same thing, right? His silhouette could be used to start days of our lives.
1: Guy <laughs> he is he is not a good athlete. In his post game, he said I'm gonna beat up Drew McIntyre. What? He said, I'm gonna beat up
2: Drew McIntyre. He said, I'm gonna go to Cardiff. I'm gonna beat him up. You see he he says he wants to fight uh the the UFC heavyweight champion. And a mixed thing. Yeah, he might need to chill on that one. Keep it the box. Depends on depends the rules. Yeah. Well well he, they they said, well, you know how this is. This is for everyone to get interested in and talk about it. MMA gloves, that's that's what they said. And those are lighter. Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. From like sixteen to eight. Yeah.
3: I don't know how long, well, what's the earliest he can squeeze in a fight? Because he has to use his body to make a lot of Brazilian butt lift donations.
1: <laughs> his body is Kevin Durant. His play is Jason
3: Tatum. It's very relevant to the way that you think about basketball. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're going to make me root against Jason Tatum, aren't you?
3: You literally
1: cannot. He's the greatest.
2: Uh,
1: his next move is WWE. Who? Tyson Fury. He's already been there. Yeah, but he said he's going back. He's got to.
2: I would, too, for those paydays.
1: He called out Drew McIntyre after the
3: fight. Oh, that Reba's boy? <laughs> <sighs> Reba's boy. Because
1: <laughs> WWE, which, by the way, boys, I know we like talking the business of sport. WWE has decided to put all their big premium live events, which is what they now call pay-per-view events, and only stadiums. So no more arenas. Yeah. It's like the days of like the 20,000 people seeing a Money in the Bank or a, a Royal Rumble, those are over. It's only places that hold over 40,000 people now. So they're going to Cardiff for Money in the Bank, which is in Scotland. And that's where Drew McIntyre's from. So Tyson Fury's like, I want to headline the one in Scotland. Nice. Like that's how good he
3: is. That's how you start a new Northern Ireland war. Oh, because he's from England.
1: Okay, I see what you did there. Uh-huh. I like it a lot. He says, Drew McIntyre, he's in the official press conference at Wembley Stadium. He's the official press. he's got the little, you know how like uh-huh. they do like super professional microphones? Like, yeah.
2: He's like, I'm going to beat up Drew McIntyre. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> see, this is what I'm talking about. He's in an era where he doesn't have anyone to fight, so he like, has to do this type of stuff. Who who can he fight legitimately next? Who? In wrestling or boxing? Boxing. Nobody. He beat up everybody. Exactly. Who's the next guy? Nobody. Uh, I mean, all the, the best- The guy he fought was a nobody. Yeah. What was the last time you said, I'm going to go watch- What was his name? Wilder? No. Him, too. Wilder. Oh, that was the worst. Wilder wasn't good at all. Like, if you watched him fight, you'd be like, yeah, he's about to get killed.
3: Well, I mean- Wilder boxing anybody except for Tyson Fury made him look like them. Are mm-hmm. I know right now they're busy, but as
1: soon as they're done defending <laughs> yeah. the cities they're mayors Thank of, you. yeah. Give me, give me, a, put a Klitschko in there, but then you let them win.
3: No,
2: what? No, let who win?
3: You you put, Ukraine. Let me, let me fix this here. You put both of there's, them. There's no letting they, nothing. Al,
2: they alternate rounds. They're winning. What? Either they win, or wherever they fought gets blown up. That's what's going to happen.
1: Well, they're currently winning in that
2: current situation. <laughs> Those are the odds, right? Yeah, now. Yeah, that's pretty much it. This fight was so weak. It they fought at like two o'clock, and yeah, we after we were golfing, <laughs> we were golfing in the middle of the day. Nobody cared. Nobody. I never checked my phone to see. Who, we already knew what was going to happen. Well, I wanted to watch it. I. Uh. Yeah, if it was on yeah. at night. Yeah. He's like, there's sports. I'm going to watch it, but I'm not going to. What, I'm going to stream it on my range finder? Yeah.
1: Be, all right, first of all, write down that
2: idea. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anthony Joshua, are you familiar with him? Sure. Horrible. Trash. He's number two guy in the world in the game right now. Did you see who he got beat by? No. He's only caught one L, though. So, uh, I mean- yeah,
2: and it was against the Elote man.
1: Oh, I didn't know.
2: Yeah. The guy who has the worst physique. That Tyson Fury beat him. Maybe we're Ruiz.
3: Maybe they're on Andy Ruiz
1: Jr.
2: Yes, Ruiz. Maybe these guys are on to something. This is the year, or this is the era of the heavyweight that looks like nothing and just knock you out. You know, DK
3: Metcalf is watching this. Like, there might be something on. Yeah, he's like, okay, a whole cake. (laughs) Give me a whole cake. I want to
2: look like Ruiz Jr. Like, this is the era of, like, old Larry Holmes.
1: Yeah, and could just keep going. No one going to stop him. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Who's the guy, though? Because you just said DK Metcalf. There's a lot of those NFL guys who are like, yeah, I can do it. The old boy from Dallas just the other day, he's like a UFC guy now.
2: Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gregory? Yeah. Is Gregory, yeah.
1: Your boy from University of Georgia thinks he's a boxer now. There's a lot of, like... Herschel
3: Walker? Again? Yes. He two, did it. Two of them. He did it. He did it. Frank He Go- did MMA, didn't he?
1: Yeah. Frank Gore talked about becoming a boxer for 10 minutes. Like, there's a bunch of, like...
3: well, celebrity boxer.
1: Yeah. But you know in Frank Gore's mind, who, by the way, is, like, one of the best to ever do it, and no one really talks about that. He's a guy who looks at boxing and is like, because boxing is prevalent in that culture. Yeah. The African-American culture sweats boxing. Yeah. They don't sweat heavyweight boxing no more.
2: No. No, not at all.
1: And that makes you think, like, if you can get so successful at NFL football, why couldn't you get so successful at boxing? I feel like you could. Are they so different, though? Boxing fanatic would tell me they are. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Big Every sport. Oh, man. There's not a lot of sports where your specific skill set is that easily transferable. That really wins. doesn't exist. But if you're like that, elite of an athlete, your skills will translate anywhere if you put the hours into it. Alright, apparently a pretty good boxer with a seventy
1: five and fifteen record professionally is former NFL defensive back for the Baltimore Ravens, Tom Zibikowski. Are you familiar with him?
3: I don't remember. So
1: Tom Zibikowski was like uh he was like a poor man's like John Lynch. He was like a, could really could lay oh, I a big hit. This guy.
2: Yeah, I remember this guy. He went to Notre Dame. He went to Notre
1: Dame. Yes. And he is apparently currently still doing it in the world of boxing.
3: Well, I mean, Fury's next challenger, once the war in Ukraine is over, has to be Usage. Nice. The- He's either the number one or number two challenger, depending on what list you're looking at. You should. He's
2: just kind of just. You should in a war right now. You will take the L. There's nobody beating Fury right now. Or coming up.
1: You don't even fight right now. You have to not fight right now.
2: Mm-hmm. You have to go do WWE.
7: Yeah. You have to go do
1: Mixed Marshall or something. Yep. Yeah. And what WBC has to do is they have to spend more than a fair amount of time building a guy up. Yeah. And they have to... I mean, everyone saw Rocky, right? You know, you just keep getting them guys you can take L's to until he gets to that point. And...
2: That's the problem. We want it so fast now. So back in the day, you didn't get a big fight till it was like fight 25. Right. Now you're getting big fights at 11. 11 through 15, you gotta, you're got you fighting a world champion. Time to go. Yep.
3: And if you don't get it, you go all the way back down. Start over. Got to get 10 more
1: in a row. Yep. Now you're 22-1.
3: and one. I also played EA Sports fight night. <laughs> i never messed with that one i did don't lose on that game no no you'll go down to like 130th yeah. and you, you will... could you could lose the championship bout and then you're 130
2: and you got to climb your way up yeah.
1: is that the one where you just smash a all the time
2: yeah you will lose your thumb playing this game yeah i'm cool on that. <laughs> yeah
1: miss me with that
2: well we remember tyson we saw all of his fights on espn Friday, Thursday night fights saturday nights but it took him a while it it they excel not it didn't take him a while, but he took a lot of fights to get to where he was at. Yeah. People aren't doing that now. he's still
1: fighting though. I just saw it. yeah, whenever we get back, oh gosh, guys, I'm gonna go off on something.
3: uh- oh I'm sorry in advance. Is it Alexander Usyk's haircut because <laughs> that is ridiculous. You don't. Hey, don't tell him I said that, okay? Yeah, that's what yeah, that, I just,
2: That's what got you in trouble just, in the first
3: place. I just need a new. <laughs> I just need a new enemy. Like that's all I need.
1: Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. We play on Team I Nine and start our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico, ninety-five point nine FM, AM six ten. The Sports Animal. So tomorrow on the program, we're excited about this one. Joining us on the show is Emmanuel McPherson. Um, he's played defensive back for the Lobos. He's got a uh, he's got a new, like, skills and camp combine thing coming up. Uh, I want to make sure I got, I'm giving this credit. Schmack Athletics? Schmack? Schmack. S-H-M-A-C. Play on words. It's a little play on words. And, I don't know, they got some cool stuff. Whatever. I like programs that help kids. And his brother, Zach McPherson... Place for the Eagles currently. Yes, mm-hmm. secondary. And, and I was like, I was like, oh, damn, this is like an athletic family. And Rob, you were kind of like blowing me away. Yeah. So it was of the McPherson family. You were saying it's like arguably the most
2: athletic family in the history of the world. They have a. There's an article out there about the entire family, from parents, siblings, offspring from the siblings that they are legit maybe the most athletic family in america garrick mcpherson senior
1: played in the nfl josh mcpherson college football player at penn state ezekiel mcpherson played college football in the ml it was in major league baseball and then byron bell who's in somehow played in the nfl chuck stevens played college football calvin mcdowey played college football at unm like what is going like there's a lot going on here boys
2: you didn't even, you skipped over the mom. What'd the mom do? Played running back and offensive line. Oh my gosh. Wait a minute, hold up. Not sure. in the NFL. Oh, not in the NFL. Okay, I was a little. The National Women's Football League. Well, oh, with, but, with, with the lingerie. They, they all have different last names, though?
3: Well, I don't understand. Well, I mean, who are we? All the McPherson's? Ma- yes. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I mean what fair. is a family these but days, that's right? what, if As long yeah. as someone feels love?
2: Sure. Just adoption.
1: Do the true fonts know about these guys, though? Because I feel like the true, there's like 25 true fonts.
2: Yeah. yeah, but we only know three.
3: The Bell family from baseball has entered the chat. Watts.
2: The, yeah, that's the whole one. neighborhood? Pretty much. <laughs> the ones that survive out the neighborhood.
3: <laughs> the, What about like Anto Roll? The Roll family, there's a bunch of them. Yeah. There's a bunch of them. Uh, the NFL's Matthews, it's multi-generation. Matthew.
1: Samari roll. I think they, I think they own the Roller King, so I think that counts.
3: After that concert last night, I think people were selling samari rolls. Mm. Yeah, what is? That? I'm not sure if that's a weed thing or a sushi thing. A samari roll.
1: I think it's like a cinnabon thing with it's melted the, butter on top. That definitely okay. was and not
3: th- there last oh. night. Extra cinnamon. Cinnamon Marie well, roll. If they
2: were there, it would have sold out. If you know what <laughs> I mean. Yes. Yes. It <laughs> would have. Yeah.
1: This Saturday night, we're putting up on our social media right now. Come hang out with the boys. We're at Fusion Comedy Club. Doors at six. Show starts at seven. Zero dollars. This one's on us, friends. We got you. Literally, just come say hi. Also, we're shooting a sizzle reel. We're doing some stuff for the venue, so it's gonna be a lot of fun. We got a big weekend. We're hosting the awards banquet next Monday. For New Mexico Highlands University, it's, it's their inaugural sports banquet. They've been around forever, boys. They have never done this. They're giving us the chance. They're handing us the microphone. What are they even thinking? Oh, Let's kick it off then. Okay.
3: They, they know exactly what they're doing.
1: But, Fred, if you guys are in New Mexico Highlands giving out awards, what's the radio show going to be? Oh, yeah. Well, don't worry. You're in good hands. We're handing this one off to Rob Portnoy. Ugh. Adios, our jobs. Is it just Rob by himself? No. No? Who else is there?
3: Steve. What? What? Dontrell Moore. There's going to be a guy named Steve there. <laughs> well, he, I mean, yes, maybe. Steve. Oh, he's not co hosting, though. Dontrell Moore is co hosting.
2: Yes. The elusive Steve. Wait, the real one? The real <laughs> Dontrell <Moore? laughs> Wait, Not we... the one that Robert gets mistaken <laughs> no, for at the airport. We cannot be at the same place at the same time. <laughs> I get a lot of free stuff off that man's name, man. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I mean,
2: he's about to be you in your seat. <laughs>
1: So that would be a good one. Also, I don't know if you know this, but Natural starred started a movie. It was called Two Days in April. That's very similar to Two Men On. So let's see if that story comes up at all. Okay. But they're live from uh, the UNM is doing a really cool weightlifting competition next Monday. It's kind of like the spring marks thing where it's like, hey, set all your personal records. Like, like get a real good energy out there. So while we are at New Mexico Highlands giving out awards, they will be um, giving out personal records to players of the UNM football team. And, and it should be pretty good.
3: Yeah, smart move doing it when Van's out of town. He's setting all the deadlift records. <laughs> You're not strong, but I'm wiry.
5: We <laughs>
3: <laughs> I bet I couldn't deadlift my weight. You couldn't? I I bet. I'm just assuming. Oh, you could. You could. I don't deadlift when I go to the gym cuz I don't have butt cheeks. So that's very dangerous.
1: I was that you're familiar with. We don't talk a lot about individual UNM players without like permission from the university, because you know. Sure. You know. But uh a friend of ours, friend in real life, uh Adam Gay, who plays for UNM, who we played a lot of softball with. Yeah. Can and crush. This Robert, this yeah. cat who plays defensive end for UNM, he he hit a softball over at what's the name of that field on Lomas? Or not Lomas? Yeah, Lomas and Eubank. Los Altos. Uh, Los, Los Altos. Los
3: Altos. So he hits yeah. a
1: ball from home plate in Los Altos into the road
2: out past like on to like Lomas. Oh, okay.
3: Eubank. It was
1: Eubank. If it yeah.
2: was Yeah. Was it the, the, the main field right there off yeah. of Eubank? Oh my goodness. So he
1: crushes this oh. thing into the road. And I joke you not, KRQE's van is driving by at the exact same time, and he plunks it on the side. Yes. And all you hear is Dunk. Th- And then the van, yeah. (laughs) Scream! And then we all run like Sandlot style, but we're in like a sanctioned Albuquerque Park and Rec Softball League game. And they're like, you can't run. Yeah, you can't do that.
3: They're like, you have to. Y'all just abandon the game? Yeah, they're like, next batter. We did hide a little bit. I mean, we all hid behind him because he's so huge. He's gigantic. Yeah. 6'5", 275
1: of like, yeah, he he makes the Muhammad cat look small.
3: I was just about to say that.
1: So... I'm hanging out with Danny Gonzalez the other day um at his office. And by the way, they just started all that renovation stuff in that new weight room area out in front behind. Oh my gosh. That thing could be done by the season. Get like it's gonna get weird out there. So and I see Adam down there and he's just he's just pumping like all of the weight in the room. And I said, okay. I'm yeah. low-key, I'm low key upset that we're gonna miss this
3: thing. Save some for Steve. no, there's no Steve. There's not a Steve? <laughs>
1: Most athletic family of all time, though, is the bloodline from WWE. It's not even close, including Roman Reigns, the Usos, Rikishi, The Rock. I could go
2: on to Mina. Super- Which one are the Usos? Superfly- oh, okay. Make sure you bring that up tomorrow. Superfly Jimmy Snuka. Make That's the you- same family? Make sure you bring this up tomorrow. To hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike, can we get that clip to play tomorrow just in the middle just need of the show? <laughs> Superfly Jimmy Snuka
3: is also related to this? Family. Yes. Yes. Are you sure? Because this is like a you all people look alike moment for you.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I want to I make Come sure on, that you, I, I want to make sure that you're in the clear here.
2: and You got some like 23 and me or something. Rocky Johnson. Okay. The list goes on. You're actually making me think pretty hard on st- Jimmy Snook. I know. I, I don't know he, if he fits in. I don't think he's one of them.
1: That's Dude. Tamina's dad. Oh, it is. What you're do you think? Right. Do? There's a lot of people you can question their WWE yeah. knowledge. Am I that guy?
2: You're right. He's, he's right. I'm telling you, boys, about yeah. trust. You guys So, don't so you're basically telling me WWE really is not that inclusive. <laughs> they just pick one family and that's just it. that's all you get. Pick off that tree. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, we got ours over
1: here. <laughs> the bloodline. That was their thing for a long time, right? It was WWE. Then, now, forever. Yeah, yeah. Stay in your lane. <laughs>
5: yeah,
2: <laughs> That's that's really not inclusive at all, man.
1: Let's actually, because <laughs> I got to kill this little rant I'm on when I get back. Less Randy Orton talk. We'll just do it at the end of the show. Listen listening to me on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right, boys. It's simultaneously two seasons, okay? So it's Baseball, softball season, right? Okay. Okay. Cool. It's also prom season. Okay. Okay. A thing, I was adjacent to a thing this weekend that got me a little fired up.
3: Well, tell me all about it, brother.
1: So, high schools have one prom, right? Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. And if we're being really fair right here, boys... This is the first normal prom three years? Sure, yeah. Keep that in mind. Okay. So I heard a youth athletics coach this past weekend say that they had a problem with their athlete skipping a game to go to prom. Nah. And I was about to, boys, you know how I get. Like, inside I'm boiling, but on the outside I'm just smart in the mouth. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm here's me I'm like I'm like yeah tell me how you did on that uh, Saturday afternoon game, thirty five years ago tell me how I was <laughs> oh okay I have tell no me how, clue tell me how your prom was can
2: tell you every detail
1: every I know who I went with yep I know who she left with you remember get, putting <laughs> your
2: <laughs> you remember putting on your clothes having it laid out the like, whole thing not even before that Stop going getting, getting suited I was about to say to get the fitting for yeah. it. You remember all that yep asking your grandma if you could borrow a car.
1: The whole thing was a thing. I was fired up. So here's my point, boys. If you are friend of the show, if you are a parent, if you have a student athlete, if you are a coach, you gotta you gotta get your mind right. You gotta get your mind right. There there are things in life that are more important
3: than that one game. Period. Prom is that. There's like 30 games a year, but there's one prom. Yes. Yep. Right. Hmm. There's like
1: 30 games a year, there's one science fair. There's like 30 games a year.
2: There's one I could keep going. One snowball. There's one Sadie Hawkins. Well, it yeah. it makes it more important because like you said, it's been 3 years. Way more important. Um so my daughter, it's funny you make this uh you bring this up because my daughter made a post, I believe last weekend and she was saying, "Hey, I can't wait for it to be an adult prom because I didn't get to go to my prom. Hey, write that
1: down. We're throwing that. Write okay. that down right now. Adult prom. Adult prom. Mm-hmm. We're going to throw that because kids have missed out.
2: The Adult prom is fun. If you've never been to one. No, never. Oh, my gosh. It is fun. You've done it? Yeah. I've, been, I've, been, I've done a couple yep. throughout the years. Did one at the convention center two. You like hosted years it? Ago. Mm-hmm.
1: Can I be your date?
2: No. Okay. <laughs> Easy, no.
3: No,
1: no,
2: I got people
3: listening. No, I got 20, people listening. No. 2022. 20, oh, no. Well, boys, I disagree. Oh, no. come on. No, you don't. Are Man. we going to raise a bunch of average kids that just want to go out on Friday night? Are we trying to raise Wait a, minute. a culture of champions? You think prom- you got to make no. sacrifices no. if you're going to be a champion? Are you going to wake up? at 9 o'clock in the morning and go practice with your friends, are you going to wake up at 4 in the morning and run two miles and go to the gym and shoot hoops before the real practice ever starts? Oh, You've got to make some sacrifices. You're going to lose some friends. You're going to lose some family members. If you want to be great, if you want to be a champion, skip prom. Skip your kid's birth. Oh, my God. <laughs> skip your brother's bar mitzvah. <laughs> Get to the gym.
1: Cancel your own wedding. Wow. Yes. High school And if married. you're
3: dumb enough to get married, divorce her and live at the gym. Marry the game. The game is
2: your wife. These losers go in the Well, especially Go to practice. The, especially if you had those athletic parents who really wasn't athletic and never did anything. They're living through you, so I can see that Are part. Are you talking
1: about vicariously? Yep.
2: yep. I can see that part, Van.
1: Hey, what if your coach who's like – I I' to schedule a game that time
0: what?
3: Oh uh, uh-huh you jerk yeah. Oh how about the athletic director changes the friggin schedule There's that too the, hey, so what two weeks ago right? I got
1: miss a day of the, I gotta miss a episode of this program because I have to broadcast baseball on a Thursday. you know why? Can't broadcast on Easter nope. They figure that out
5: mm-hmm.
1: figure out prom figure out caring about kids as kids versus caring about kids as athletes because you'll lose me. You'll lose me in thinking, I don't, oh. the guy who doesn't think that student athlete is a kid is the same guy who can't take care of his dog. Like you, there's a lot of things that are easy in life that you just don't get.
3: Mm-hmm. That's the same guy that gets into a fight with the umpires. Oh yeah. And now yeah. there's no friggin' umpires for your kids games. By the you way, scared him off. Steve,
1: by the way, joining us on the program tomorrow, former major league baseball umpire Joe West will be joining us. He's announcing he's got a brand new podcast. So we're going to talk to Joe West about what's going on in the world of officiating, including Aaron Hernandez. I
3: can't wait to ask Angel him Angel about...
1: Hernandez is what I meant.
3: <laughs> can't wait to ask him about his
1: nephew, Kanye. You believe that Kanye oh, West man. is the nephew of Joe West? Is that is that not true? I need you to do some
2: show prep. I'm well, glad uh... you, you said that immediately after Fred's Aaron Hernandez over here. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Angel
3: Hernandez he wanted to say. Well, I did. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. But similar to the thing, thing Aaron Hernandez had, it was a he is an angel now. So there's that.
5: I
1: mean,
3: oh, God, I know the rules the, of becoming a, an angel. Hey, no, yeah, I mean, not. cut, that, cut yeah. that one
1: out, Vital. Yeah,
2: he's, that's that's tomorrow's commercial. I'm, I'm surprised the phone <laughs> didn't light up on that one. Oh, it will.
5: It's it's pr- like if that, if he's
2: an angel, I'm in. <laughs> Guaranteed.
3: <laughs> he's not very alive. Oh, he's very very much not alive. And
1: the whatever your belief system is, like he doesn't
3: qualify
1: <laughs> for what you're talking about.
3: He didn't say sorry like at the last minute. That's the rule though, isn't it? Oh, That's oh, the weird are part. Y'all I going to get yeah. in trouble. I mean just forgive y'all me. Y'all are going to get in trouble. Hey, my bad dog. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that whole horrible life I led? Whoopsie.
2: Yeah, my bad dog. LOL JK JC.
1: More Aaron Hernandez talk at (laughs) 7 o'clock tonight on the Zaire Gelb Show. (laughs) When we get back, WWE is celebrating a 20 year milestone today, and we're going to jump into that just a little bit. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Program's coming to a wrap in about five minutes. We're going to be here all week. Got Ice Tips Baseball, a couple short days. Full show Thursday. Live from Ice Tips Park on Friday. Come hang out with your boys Saturday night at Fusion Comedy, the intersection of First and Lomas. We're going to pump that quite a bit this week because, I mean, we want to meet the Fods. i will we'll see online. you there. Yeah. Come hang out. Like, I don't know how else to say
3: that. We need to put faces to disparaging comments.
1: That's So when you come, yeah. just wear... <laughs> That's funny. Wear the number that you text the show with. Yeah. That's what we want. <laughs> I went to the texter earlier. I just don't know if they love it when you're here, Robert.
2: That's all I'm going to say. Why? It's nobody, nobody comments. Nobody says anything. No, no, no. They
5: do. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Ooh.
2: We just can't say them on air. Oh, not
5: this one.
1: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Today, WWE celebrates 20 years of Randy Orton as a professional wrestler. Randy Orton born in a little town called St. Louis, Missouri was destined for success as the son of Cowboy Bob Orton, who had an extended legacy in WWE himself, has now put two decades in the book, which includes 13 WWE title reigns, setting three only off the pace of the greatest of all time, the Nature Boy Ric Flair.
2: Big round of applause, boys, for 20 years from Randy Orton in the
1: WWE. That's a very long time.
2: All right, congratulations. And he does not look like he has any wear or tear on him. No, he looks
1: like the man. Yeah, I didn't
3: think he'd be out of the league for 20 years already. Like, backup quarterback for the Bears and just go right to WWE.
1: Are you talking about Purdue grad and former Chicago Bear quarterback Kyle Orton? Yeah, and
3: that's what you said. Nope. Oh.
1: <laughs> no. Whoops. Randy Orton joined the Marines right out of high school, went AWOL, was then thrown in prison for a year, and then joined the WWE to become a professional wrestler where he has for the last twenty years entertained the world and smoked weed.
3: Well, there's your playbook, kids.
1: There you go. Robert, you were like halfway there. I was like no, I was I was more than
2: halfway there. Just didn't get caught.
1: All right, Robert. You have twenty year you have more than twenty years of fandom of the WWE. What is your favorite Randy Orton moment?
2: Oh my goodness. You let, know You know, know what I love? You want
1: me to let Van go first or nah. Okay, go ahead.
2: <laughs> I loved when he was the legit legend killer. Yeah, very good. And he was RKO in everyone. May Young May Young. That that's where <laughs> I was going.
1: Just put it on. And I
2: was like, what are they doing? How old was she?
1: The RKO is the Randy knockout, and
2: what yeah. it is, it's- uh,
1: so The best much, move in the history of All wrestling. time, super protected. Yes. No one ever gets out of it. It's the greatest thing in the history of all things.
3: Why is it so cool when he does it on a tiny Asian woman named Mae Young? You're thinking you of You are almost there,
2: okay?
1: You're always thinking of Asuka. <laughs> oh,
2: often. Quite often. Actually, Mae Young is like a legendary woman wrestler, and she was- about seventy when she got hit with seems,
3: the RKO. Seems fair. It was super sweet. Yeah. Also, so I nailed that one. Yes, you did. Note to self: What time is it? Six fifty-three. Van knew a wrestling thing.
1: Also, when the internet was at its absolute best, there were all these memes of oh. Randy Orton just RKOing people, falling in videos. <laughs> okay,
3: <laughs> and they were brilliant. That's I where know, you have to look. I up. know the meme. <laughs> there you go. I yeah. know. The, I don't know. I couldn't pick the guy out of the lineup, yeah. but I know the meme. Yes. All right. At WrestleMania
1: 34 at, I don't know what it's called. What's the San Francisco Stadium called? Candlestick? Candlestick. I don't know what it's called. T- nah, it's something else. It's AT&T. The,
2: whatever the new one is. Nah, that's Dallas.
1: Yeah. But, no, not <laughs> baseball. Football.
2: Oh, the football. Yeah, state. but the new
1: one in Santa Clara, for whatever it? that is.
2: Levi. No,
1: Levi. Levi's uh, the name. Oh, yeah. So, he's wrestling Seth Rollins, and Seth Rollins goes for the curb stomp in front of, like, 80,000 oh. people. And he raises his body off the cur- So think like American History X curb stomp. Uh-huh. So he raises his body during the curb stomp, throws Seth Rollins in the air, no exaggeration, 15 feet. And then RKO's him out of nowhere, which is a, it's the thing you say about the thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's the greatest moment in the history of all wrestling. And when you talk about pro wrestlers, you're like, what's the greatest moment? None of them are wrestling moves. It's always like something on a microphone. It's always like... Oh, I take it back. When Stone
2: Cold sprayed him with beer. That's the best Stone Cold moment. You remember the guy... What was his name? Evan Bourne? Yeah. Remember his move? The... The the moonsault. The, the moonsault? Yeah. When he hit him... So sick. ...off the top rope in the him. middle of... <laughs> I haven't seen that guy since.
1: Also, <laughs> he literally lit the fiend on fire, burned him to death, and he never
3: returned to the WWE. I haven't seen him since. Like, literally set him on fire? Yes. He did. That's That seems wildly illegal. It was tremendous. Okay. I hope they lubed him in Vaseline or whatever it is. It it wasn't a Stone Temple Pilots song. It was. It was <laughs> well, like, that's what they do for like the stunt doubles, right? It's like pretty much just cover you in Vaseline and set you on fire. Are you not
1: aware that they're all just covered in Vaseline to start the match? Anyways, that's part of the thing.
3: <laughs> oh, that is like what is that your second favorite part of wrestling? Like how lubed up they are.
1: So I don't rank them in parts. I okay. rank them
2: <laughs> <laughs> second favorite part. <laughs> Actually it's the hammies.
5: Yeah, you know. <laughs>
3: Ramsey's arms are number one. So
1: what was your favorite Randy Orton memory van? What was it?
3: Uh what was it? Mae Young? Is that the one? That was already taken by Robert. Oh, uh, whoopsie. Uh it's when Jay Cutler went down with that knee injury and he came in and he went four and zero. Oh. I think that's that's what it was.
1: It's not very good. You're not giving a very good answer right now. I don't like that.
3: Are you literally asking me? I'm just saying. You know I don't have an answer?
2: The meme. (laughs)
5: There there we go. I was waiting.
2: I didn't want to whisper it in here. Just say the memes. (laughs) Did you ever beat
1: The Undertaker? It doesn't actually matter. You know
3: what? Fine. I'll bite. I'll Google him. It's too late now. Yeah, it's way too late. There we go. I just want to see what he looks like in case he wants to RKO me. He looks like. comes out of nowhere. I'm telling you. He's sweet. Super sweet.
1: In two years when The Miz has also wrestled for 20 years, he'll surpass Randy Orton as the greatest 20-year prolonged wrestler, but not quite yet.
2: Robert. Yes. What what do you got this week? I have nothing until Fusion Comedy Cellar this Saturday, you guys. We're going to have a great time.
3: Van, any final words? Oh, my goodness, my friend. Too much for the time allotted. But anything we didn't cover, make sure you check out on the opening drive tomorrow morning with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie.
1: Thank you, John Lopez. Thank you, to Mexico Opinion. Thank you, the YMCA. Thank you, I9 Sports. Good job, everyone. GG.
3: See you tomorrow, Burke.
1: We out.